to start us off here on girlsplayfooty.com. The one and only Lisa Caddo. Okay, so the umpire is uh, holding the ball up, ready. He's going the bounce, which is great to see. Good bounce. Egan's up high, gets the first tap. The uh, Falcons, fantastic clearance forward, so they're already in, in their 50 now. Good tap by um, Catterall, but still the Falcons with the ball attacking. It's a free kick. The umpire's paid advantage. No, he's brought it back now. No advantage. So it was a free kick, I think, for a push. Falcons uh, will take a free kick in their forward line. Not sure who's got the free at this stage, Pete. And I reckon it will be Brennan from about 45 metres out. He'll be uh, directly in front with the wind at her back. And she has a cap reserve anyway, being proven to be comfortably kicked from 50 out. Oh, fantastic kick. She's just a phenomenal player. So you'd think, you know, it's well within her range as uh, she comes in. Katie Brennan, the number 16, taking her time. In she comes, Amy Catterall on the mark. It's a great kick off the boot. It's going to fall short, though. Off target, uh, just the one behind to start the Falcons on the scoreboard. And the ever-reliable Penny Cooler-Reed will uh, be doing the kick out. So a very quick inside 50 there for the Falcons, Pete. Good work with their mids driving straight in, into the 50. And that was Sarah Hammond that took it through the middle. So Cooler-Reed to bring it back into play. And uh, we'll just watch on her. Which side will she bring it? She goes towards the outer side of the ground. Blessing the street side through the hands of McWilliams, though. Had support at the back. Gatterall got on the right. Now moving towards the middle of the ground. Got to be good with the kick. Putting the hands up there is Gardner. Brought the ball to ground. Had support. Trying to go through is Davey. Trying to bulldoze her way through. Dropped the pill. The umpire allows play to go on. Falcons quick little kick. Going forward to Tyndall. Went through her hands. McWeems cleans up. She's been moving towards the centre of the ground. A champion trying to get a hurry little kick away. The ball got knocked out of her hands. Ball now spinning around through Bruton. Bruton kicked a little grubber along the ground. Bounced unfortunately over the head of Gardner. Mal Hickey cleans up there. Hand pass across to O'Day. O'Day on the right, Brennan comes leading out, 1-2, couldn't hang on to it, got it back again, turned her opponent inside out, and Vanderwall has a shot at goal, and uh, just picking up as Vasio, she tries to dribble it forward at the top of the square, and it'll be conceded through for a minor score by Haightley, and that moves Falcons onto two behinds, the St Kilda Sharks yet to score here on GirlsBayFooty.com. Good movement of the ball there by the Falcons, fantastic, good pressure, the pressure's up early by both teams, so Haightley to kick out now. So she's gone to the clubhouse side of the ground. And Champong's leading out for the ball there. She's taken it, but great tackle there. The umpire, no, he hasn't paid no free kick there. It's play on. It's uh, all tied up just inside the Falcons 50, uh, about uh, 40 metres out from goal. Ball thrown up in the air. Champong versus O'Connor. O'Connor gets the uh, late leap, brings it down, but stolen by the Sharks. Clearing right boot kick, long towards the centre position, over the head of Pierce. Going there is Gardner, who put it back over her head. Little hand pass away. Gardner and Garner teaming up. That'll be confusing today as it goes long on the boot. Managing to find Kula Reed, who pushed up the ground. Kula Reed on the centre wing position. Tries to hit her target, moving at half forward flank. Coming out to meet it though, Lawson Tavern smacks it over the boundary line away from Baisley. And we'll have a throw in 50 metres around from the Sharks goal, heading to the Luna. Park end. Great delivery there by Cooler Red. Just didn't quite uh, hit Lauren Baisley. Was good, good entry though. Umpire's throwing the ball back in. A champ on again in the ruck. Daisy Pierce has uh, taken the ball from the throw in. Tried to spot up um, Astro O'Connor, but Penny Cooler Red again getting plenty of it. Kicks it inside 50 now for the Sharks. Falcons have taken possession. Great tackle there by Mo Hope. Appealing for holding the ball. No uh, no joy there. And the umpire will throw the ball up just inside the Sharks' 50, their first real entry into the 50. 
ball up in the air and Gardner brought it back down and taken away by O'Day though and she put it long on the right towards the Blessing Street side foot race on, on the outer side trying to get to it first to Stephanie Webb she got mown down and the umpire says that's in the back and that will be a free kick going the way of the Sharks so on the outer side they find themselves down by two points early stages first quarter gets on the right just trying to go up the line Bruton was coming through hands knocked away there on the ground gears trying to come through lost the ball momentarily then going in there is Bruton she's wrapped up Hammond watches on and the umpire says I'll call for yet another bounce so a fast start here and the Falcons leading by two points great pressure there by Bruton at that contest too against Daisy Pierce. the umpire's balled, uh, balled it up and uh, the Sharks have knocked it forward no one's quite taken possession. Look like me, uh, Jenna, Jazzy Gardner off the ground, but the uh, ever-reliable Daisy Pierce again off half-back. Beautiful delivery to uh, Kate Tyndall, who's moved it forward, but uh, a bit of a shank kick there, turn it over. Good work by Amy Catterall there, kicking it off the ground, and uh, Laura Bailey's taken a good grab there, kicked it out to the wing, to the uh, Sharks' boundary side. Fantastic play there by David, pick it, picking it up off the left into 50. Hard contest there going for the mark. Fierce uh, attack on the footy, Mo Hope and Daisy Pierce there. Mo Hope again picked it up, has a snap. No one there for the Sharks though. No, Jenna Bruton's picked it up. Great uh, pick up off to um, Jess Gardner there, but what's out of... Oh, one behind is it uh, there, yeah, Pete? Yeah. So through. the Sharks are on the board. Snuck through for a minor score. Day on the outer side now, going long, trying to find Holden. No relation. Takes it and then drops it. Under pressure, though. Lucas Rod going with her, holding it up. Third player runs to the contest. The umpire says it's going nowhere. We just might have to call for a ball up. Arnell, third in. And uh, we're on the outer side between centre wing and half forward flank. Ball up in the air. Getting the early lead there is Egan. Put it down to O'Day who got caught straight away. A champon goes charging in. Umpire's blown the whistle. No, I thought he did. And it's play on advantage either way. Bruton now quickly kicks the kick towards the uh, position of uh, Walsh. Trying to put down the throat there of Davey who had to pick it off the ground while being tackled by Pierce. Got it across to Jess Gartner who tried to chip it forward. Davey goes in again. Got taken out of her hands. Davey lays on a tackle. She's been hot early. Coming through there there is Hammond. She can't get onto it. Pressure on there on the Sharks' forward line. Clearing kick, though, as only as far as Chapman, who just got fist to footy and passed it over the boundary line and out of bounds. 50 metres out from the Sharks' goal. So throw in again on the Blessington Street side. A Champong uh, in the ruck for the Sharks. Knocked it down. Straight to a Falcons player, though, who's uh, wrapped up and will have a, th- a throw up, uh, a ball up. Umpires put the ball up. A Champong again in the ruck. It's hard work in there for a very tight contest. The ball's not coming out, and the umpire will uh, throw it up yet again, Pete. 50 metres out from goal. Sharks pressing forward. Taking the Luda Park end against the breeze. A Champong and Egan both hit the ground if they went in the contest. Hogan fed it out to O'Day. O'Day sold Chapman some candy. Then got on the right boot on the outer side. Tried to kick in the direction of O'Connor. Overran the pill. Foot race on here in the centre of the ground. Trying to assist there is Laura Bailey coming through the middle. Trying to get Bruton who's got some space. Bruton's away. Got it on the right boot towards centre half forward. A kick was askew. She was trying to find Walsh. But was picked off by Melissa Hickey. Ever reliable at centre half back now switches finds Emma Oliver Oliver 
On the club room side of the ground, looking for O'Connor. Went for the punch instead of trying to go for the mark, but likes a fortune here for Kula Reed. Kula Reed gets on the right. Well, she's got space in the pocket, takes the mark into mind, so she was going to play on or not. Decides to go back, thought about the shot, goes to the pass to Mo Hope, doesn't do any favours, bounce to her first. Hope has to turn Oliver inside out and stepped over the boundary line. Frustrated, gives the ball back to the boundary umpire, throw it in. It's intense there, good pressure. The Sharks are inside 50 again. It's uh, a good entry. Let's see if they can capitalise on this time the umpire's thrown the ball back into play uh, Davy actually doing the ruck but the Falcons have uh, done well with a quick kick out of out of defence Phoebe McWilliams has good hands back to Alexander Vanderwall just over Cooler Reed's head there but Cooler Reed's good enough to recover kicks it back inside 50 no one there to take a mark though and the uh, Falcons ever reliable Hogan there to clean up out of out of defence out onto the Blessington Street side there's a race on for the ball now. It's uh, back in the Sharks' hands. That was Benici. Britt Benici back into the 50, trying to hit up uh, Jazz Gardner. Hard work there. The uh, Sharks are making hard work of their entries at this stage. Garner's back with the ball, but now the Falcons are bringing out a, out a defence over on the Blessington Street side. Gee, they're good defensively at this stage, Pete. Telltale sign there early. Whenever the Falcons are under pressure... You've got Brennan going back, and Brennan has now been moved back towards a half-back position. So that's a telltale sign earlier that the Falcons are feeling it. Uh, coming through there is uh, Basley trying to get a little hurried hand pass out, but it stacks on the pill, and we'll call another bounce uh, on centre wing, Blessington Street side of the ground. Throw it up in the air again, one down by Baisley. Knocked towards the boundary line, going as Benici ducked and got around Brennan, then put it on the left and went high. Here comes Pierce, got knocked out of her hands at the last second there by Carter, picked off by Hickey. Hickey goes long towards centre wing, parking herself underneath it. Easy mark taken by tw- by the 25 and Amy Catterall. Good grab by Catterall. Good uh, work by her back in defence, but kicks it really straight to a Falcon, so a bit of a turnover there, and Jane Lang's now got possession on the, on the wing and pushing forward. Really good kick into the 50. There's no one there, though. It's a race for the ball. There's one Shark against two Falcons here at this stage. It's uh, number 21, Steph Webb. Fantastic defensive effort for her against two Falcons opponents to kick it through a rushed uh, behind for the Falcons, Pete. Three behind Starabin and uh, the Sharks, one behind here on girlsplayfooty.com. Thanks to Auto Clinic, form Montgomery Street, Heidelberg Heights. Sponsors the Falcons. Balls kicked back into play. It's long and it's high. In comes Baisley. Hickey was going with her. Went out the back door. Trying to get across there is Gardner. Taken by Pierce. Pierce trying to spot up for CO. Beautiful and delivery by Daisy Pierce there on the right foot into uh, Darcy Vessio. Vessio now gets on the right, going long towards the goal square. Brennan was popping back there. And she takes the mark with the centimetres to spare. Brennan Vessio uh, kicked uh, five each, according to our calculations last week. And then they reported afterwards it was six goals each. So <laughs> I don't know who was telling the truth. <laughs> coming through, goal to Fantastic. Katie Brennan. Fantastic delivery by the Falcons. They're really well worked there from Daisy Pierce into Vessio. And then that delivery, Katie Brennan, gee, she's a good athlete. I believe you're training with uh, her at this stage, Pete. And, and feeling it as well. Let me tell you, the her absolutely. Mo- her movement across the ground. We saw her at half back just before, pushed down into the back line. She's up there right on the goal line, taking a great grab and kicking a, a fantastic goal for the Falcons to bring them the first goal on the board so back in the centre now just waiting for the uh, ball to come back it's uh, it's a good contest Pete 
All we know is that the Sharks really do need to kick a goal or two to show reward for effort. They do. They've had plenty of the ball inside 50. If we had champion data, we'd be able to see the stats. Lots of inside 50s for the Sharks, but no uh, no goals at this stage. So you're right, they need that. Umpire's uh, got the ball. He's going to go the bounce again, which is great to see. Lauren Baisley now in the ruck. Great uh, tap out to Brianna Davey, who's uh, now pushed on the left, pushed forward. Oh, fantastic grab, though. She's turned it over straight to Daisy Pierce. Gee, she's a ripper, isn't she? And then she's uh, kicked it down. Fantastic off-hands to Sarah Hammond. Just sharked it there, and the Falcons are back inside 50. Belinda Haitley's hard at it first to the ball, but a really good tackle by uh, the Falcons. Jane Lang's grabbed the ball, but she's been pinged. A ripper tackle there by Amy Catterall, and the umpire's paid holding the ball. And Catterall now clearing for the Sharks out onto our commentary side here, Pete. Over the uh, back of the pack, Brennan got leg, got the hand pass away. Tindall up against the boundary line, thought about the hand pass, did to Egan, Egan under pressure, went to Pierce. Pierce now on the right, decided to come back in, board either Hickey or O'Day, and she got Hickey in the raffle, who went wrong. Vessio got space, just fell away. Away from her though, couldn't get there in the nick of time. Coming through there was Haitley, managed to move the footy on. Little hand pass working sideways. Oh, piece of soap there under all kinds of pressure. Vanderwall, she's uh, being besieged upon. Vesio and Brennan both got her by both arms. They're going to break them off, and they couldn't quite drag her over the boundary line. So we'll have a throw up, 45 metres out for the Falcons' goal, attacking towards the Barclay Street or Elwood end of the ground. I think she just spent it before she had it. Then uh, Vanderwall. That's so yeah, we're back in play now. The umpires pulled it up. It's. Uh, Pretty hard work there. It, uh, Davey's got the ball, but she's driven into the ground in a tackle there by O'Connor, and we'll have another ball up here on the on the clubhouse side. So up up in the ruck, Baisley, but beautifully sharked by Katie Brennan. Kicks uh, right towards the goal line. Good defence there by Haitley. Falcons working hard, though, and Sarah Hammond's now having a shot at goal. It's a good kick that looks just off line. The umpire's paid a free kick. I'm not sure what it's for, but it looks like it's coming to the Sharks, Haitley, and she'll take the relieving kick out to the Blessington side. Uh, but she's kicked it to two Falcons against one uh, Shark, and it looks like Katie Brennan's pushing it back again. And, oh, Nelly, a mark there to Vessio, but uh, stacks on there. And the umpires, looks like they've picked out another free kick, have they, in the back, it seems, Pete. And uh, number 54, I think 56. it was. 56. 56, Laura Datsun. Yeah. She's going to have a shot at goal. A good, good attack on the footy there, getting in front in the contest. The umpires awarded her the, uh, the free kick, and she's running in now, having a shot. It's a good kick, just offline. Uh, one one behind, taking the score now to 1-4 to the Sharks, uh, one behind at this stage. Well, thanks to Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street, Hollenberg Heights, girlsplayfooty.com at the ground at 89.1 FM, streaming via girlsplayfooty.com. And if you've got the tuning app on your phone, make sure you search Girls Play Footy Radio and you'll be able to pick up the call. There taking a mark is uh, Laura Bailey on the outer side, Blessington Street side of the ground. They're having trouble trying to go through hard back. Oh, big mark taken in the pack. Steph Webb, is it? Yep, stood tall and uh, amongst about six players grabbed that and then got on the right, nearly shake the kick, but managed to find Phoebe Williams on the chest. Dubik Williams on the uh, centre wing, out of side of the ground. Oh, kicked it on the player on the mark, and Brennan McWilliams has to try and go back in again. Webb tried to get in there for support. Pulled it in, then tried to hand pass it out. Now picked off by Brennan. Brennan gets dumped. Ball spilled free. Gardner tried to kick it along the carpet. Hammond under pressure. Has to go back and hand pass. Got it to Hogan. Hogan put it on the right. Foot race on towards the half-forward flank. Too much juice in the kick. It's out of bounds on the full. And Belinda, da- uh, pardon me, Brianna Davy will have the resulting kick back into play. 
So Davy, what a uh, what a story she is, Brianna Davy, the Matildas player who's uh, now pulled on the boots of a different kind to play Aussie rules. Fantastic, she's a good player, too hard. And only something like her fourth or fifth game, and they put her on Daisy Pierce. She's a ripper. She's uh, so it's a very good right foot kick on the Blessington Street end, probably about forty metres. It. Uh, it's a big contest over there. There's a great pack of players, and it looks like no one's able to take possession, and the umpire's called it uh, his ball, and he'll have a bounce, or he'll throw it up on the Blessington Street side just uh, towards the Sharks' uh, 50 metre. So the ball's back in play now, but now it's uh, just rushed over the boundary line, and we'll have another throw-in. We're about just, uh, just close to the Sharks' uh, 50 metre line, and they're kicking to the Lunar Park end, of course. So back in play. Ball shanked there. It looks like uh, by Mia Clifford. Tries to kick, get a kick forward, but not uh, not much joy there. A big pack of players, but a good uh, relieving mark by St- Steph Webb again, is it, for the yep. Sharks. Terrific mark. Oh. She's kicked it into uh, to try and find a, a teammate there, but intercepted by... The uh, the Falcons, the umpires played yeah. a free kick though. Luckily uh, and, and for the, the Sharks, she tried to go to Bruton. Now Bruton was in the centre of the ground by herself, but she was standing still. That yes. was the problem, yep. and that's why she got crunched. But resulting free kick out of that, going in the McWilliams direction. Pierce though kicked it off the ground, got it back, and then Bruton just caught her, brought her to ground. Is she gone? Holding the ball? Yes, says the umpire. In fact, it was uh, Jasmine Garner that got her, and Garner gets on the right, moving in towards the forward line quickly. Here comes Mo Hope. Egan cut her off, punched the ball towards the safety at the boundary line. There's Hogan who kicks it about. 20 metres up the line, finds the safety at half forward, half back flank rather for the Falcons. If you've just joined us, the score, one four ten 10 the Sharks taking it up to them, they're one behind. So the ball's back in play now, it's uh, actually a handball by the Falcons to gain some, some space, but the Sharks have taken possession, looks like Davey again, getting plenty of it, turns around on the right foot, drives back to uh, Jasmine Garner there, a uh, a, a lucky kick, really, but a good kick, nevertheless. Garner driving inside 50 with a long kick in the Mo Hope direction. There's a couple oh. of sharks down there. A big fly, massive fly by Amanda Walsh, but she couldn't hold it. And uh, the Falcons have kicked it back, but it's gone over the boundary and out on the full. So the Sharks looks like Bruton will uh, bring the ball back inside 50 with there's, a resultant free kick. There's space opening up at the hotspot, 40 out, but leading towards the pocket is Mo Hope. And she takes a mark, and she's going to be lining up for a shot on goal. And she's going to be kicking, I guess, from my estimate, probably about 40 to 45 metres out into the breeze. Jenna Bruton, great delivery. She's a ripper player, Bruton, as is, as is uh, Jazzy Garner. So some talent there. Big kick coming up from Mo Hope. She kicks this. It brings it back to three points the difference. And we got a ball game. In comes Mo Hope for the Sharks to the sink to the Lunar Park end. It is going to float across the face. Oh, it's a mark! It's a mark to uh, Garner. Between the uh, goalpost and the point post. Runs on, plays on quickly, kicks the goal. Fantastic uh, play by, well, Garner. They're lucky at the back there just to she, she was loitering. her lap. She was loitering. She was just standing around and fell on her lap. <laughs> bit, uh, bit lax in the defence there by the Falcons, but but uh, the Sharks are on the board and uh, a, a good goal by them. Great work getting it into the 50 there. Good delivery. And then really a bit of luck there, Pete. Uh, if you're on girlsplayfooty.com, we are well and truly past halfway during this first term. And thanks to Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street, Heidelberg Heights, sponsors of the Falcons, Darabin 1-4-10, only lead by the three points. It's the Sharks 1-1-7. And as we said, the Falcons may be kicking with a one or two goal slight breeze towards the Barkley Street or Elwood end of the ground. So the umpire's going the bounce again, which is fantastic. Loving it. Loving his bouncing. Great bounce too. Straight up. Both rucks go at it. A champong wins it, but to no one in particular. Davies in there hard at it. 
but the Falcons also. Bruton's got a hit over the ball. Still a pack uh, situation, lots of pressure. No one. Garner can take, gets it out to Mia Clifford. The Sharks pushing inside 50 again. Great kick by Clifford there. But Siobhan Hogan, fantastic down back, putting, putting in a great contest. Looking for an option, gives hands off to Hickey and uh, the Falcons clearing the ball out over the boundary line. It'll be a throw in about the 50 metre mark for the Sharks attacking uh, to the Lunar Park end. And we just wait here. Champong's going to go up in the ruck, and it looks like uh, O'Connor. No, O'Connor won't go with her. Brennan went instead. Arnell tried to slap it in front of her. Pierce picked it up and then got caught straight away. Got the little hand pass out. Hickey tries to bar her in for it, but picking it up is Caitlin Belshaw. She puts it towards the top of the square. Awkward looking bounce. Foot race on near the goal square. Mohope's going to get to it first. Can she turn Hogan inside out? She does. Hand pass back. Walsh standing start. Oh, kicked it into the player. And the ball has just bounced off. Now it stacks in the mill. In comes Callanan. Feeds the little ball out, looking for Arnell. Arnell halfback flank looks for the safety at the boundary line and gets it. Gee, good pressure there by the Falcons defence. Oh, just to, just to uh, the smother on um, that kick from Amanda Walsh. Probably had a little bit more time than she thought she did. Yeah, she probably did. She's uh, she's come back from a pretty bad knee injury, Walsh, so good to see her out there. The umpire's thrown it in and uh, it's a good knockdown. The umpire's paid a free and he's paid it to the Sharks. Not not sure what for. It looks like it's going to Sarah Chapman, the skipper. Walsh, it's Walsh. It's Walsh, is it? It yep. is Walsh. Stay right. Amanda Walsh. So she's uh, going to have a shot at goal, probably from about 40 out. Bit of a tight angle. She's at the uh, beach side of the ground, kicking towards the Lunar Park end. She gonna how how do you think she's gonna go, Pete? I think she wanted to pass it to Hope, but drop the pill. So if you got a tall, get him in the goal square. Absolutely, she's gonna if it falls short, she's uh, put the ball on the boot. It's not a bad looking kick, accuracy wise, but uh, off hands and the Falcons rush it through for a behind. Takes it on to uh, one two to the Sharks, to one four for the Falcons. Can't be too long left in the quarter. Uh, what a ball game we've got here at the moment in this first term. Two points the difference and a long kick from O'Connor. It's a booming 60-metre kick, but it's red best on the outer side by the uh, Sharks. And uh, just with it, it looks like it's uh, Clark. Newly Clark with it. Gives the hand pass off to McWilliams. Standing start goes to the kick towards centre-half forward. Oh, ruining it best there. Guess who? Astor O'Connor. Good grab by O'Connor. Stood tall. She's like a house of bricks. It's going to be hard to try and knock her over if she's standing there ready to claim the mark. Goes out towards the centre wing position. In goes Clark again. And a few players on top of it. Hickey watches on. The umpire comes in and says, I'll have a ball up out there on the centre wing. Falcons lead by two points. So the ball's back into play now. It uh, was a good knock by Champong, but uh, the Falcons... Just trying to take possession. No one really able to take possession at this play time. The umpire's paid a free kick, though, pushing the back to the Sharks. It'll be a Sharks free kick. Um, it looks like it's going to Chapman there. She's she's a very hard in and under player, the skipper. She's uh, kicked it forward, but picked out what O'Connor again. She's standing like a beacon down there in the back line. Great switch from uh, O'Connor into the centre, finds Vessio. Fantastic delivery. Hands off. The umpire's played uh, 25 metres for yeah, a, a Sharks player. Got too close there, just as the player was uh, play, the player was playing on. But anyway, Vessio's got the, got the result and free kick. It was a mark as well. She's looking to drive it long into their forward line. It's a good kick by Vessio to centre-half forward. And the umpire's paid another free kick, and it's a free kick to Jane Lang, it looks like. For shepherding out in the contest. 
And uh, Jane Lang, a very reliable forward. Very, She looks pretty fit this year. She had a very bad shoulder injury for a while there. I think she broke her shoulder in a grand final a while ago. And uh, that was good positioning by her. She shepherded out. She's got the free kick. And she'll have a shot probably from about, what, 20 metres out, really directly in front. She shouldn't have an issue from someone of that experience. You'd, you'd expect her to nail it. Proven goal kicker, Jane Lang, and a really good footballer. Been in the system for a long time, doing coaching as well now. So she runs in, she'll uh, kick this on her right, and it's actually pretty bad, like a helicopter off the boot, and uh, she missed that, which is quite surprising. So one point is the uh, result. Put the moz on her. Wow, 1-5 to 1-2. It is three points of difference. Falcons leading. Thanks to Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street, Hotelberg Heights. Dangerous-looking kick. Lang with to put the fist in there, but the mark was held solid. Mia Clifford, great grab. Strong football. Clifford trying to go to the flying gardener who couldn't hold it. Managing to dump Delpos, who got it out to, to Hickey. Hickey quickly put it in towards the forward line. Foot race on. Vessio and Haitley coming out of it. Vessio's got the speed. Can she get the control? She does. She turned two players inside out, 25 out, went for the snap how does that look? Goal of the year right there is it, fantastic goal by Vessio, just uh, outstanding it was a bit of a shank there from Hickey right across the face into that pocket but Vessio with the pace, the skill, the time to settle and uh, rip a goal well, Darcy Vessio kicked at least five last week. Four in the first term, in fact, has uh, gotten the board for her first. And the uh, Darabin side, that's the little breather they needed nearing quarter time. Two goals, 5-17, leading 1-2-8. Thanks to Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street, Hottelberg Heights, sponsors of the Sharks. You're on GirlsPayFooty.com Radio. The umpires uh, bounce the ball back in the centre. Baisley's up in the ruck against Egan. Good tap out by Egan to the Falcons uh, mid to grab the ball and kick it inside 50. And uh, the siren's gone there for quarter time. Ripper uh, first quarter sees the Falcons 2-5-17, leading uh, the Sharks 1-2-8. And that's uh, been a great game of footy so far. Indeed it has been. And, um, yeah, I'm just, you know, that one probably stings, just that last goal there to the Falcons because beforehand it was going to be under a kick at quarter time and the Sharks had done all the work. They just hadn't quite hit the, got the rewards for it but I guess if they can put a spin on anything they are now kicking with that slight breeze for the second quarter. Absolutely and I think they'll do a bit of work on their forward line just um, their structures, how they're working it. Uh, they had plenty of the ball they had plenty of inside 50s in that quarter, the Sharks, but Falcons taking their opportunities when they're presented. That goal by Darcy Vessio, geez, just super footy. Great to watch. And I guess in this kind of level of footy, you've got to take every chance that you can, you know. And um, it's really Lang missed that goal that we would have expected at a kick, but Darcy Vessio's made up for it. So I think for the Sharks, just more of that attacking pressure. They'll need that, but they'll also need to capitalise on those entries. And the Falcons' defence has been terrific. The, the interesting thing that I've seen is a few switch arounds is, is that Hickey, um, uh, unlike in the past where she'd normally park herself back in the uh, in the defensive 50, has been pushing up forward a few times. We've seen a couple of times where she's been at half forward flank driving in towards the forward line and it might be because she's being released and they're allowing Astro O'Connor to park herself at centre half back and become a bit of a beacon there. And with O'Connor parking herself there, if Egan's not rucking, every now and again they're getting Brennan to pinch hit. Yeah, absolutely. And it does, you know, to have Astro O'Connor back there on that 
on that um, centre half back line or that half back line just as a beacon. It's hard to get past her and uh, great positioning by her. And it does free up those other players, as you say. It frees up um, Hickey to push forward. You've got those other people, Brennan, it's as well in the ruck from time to time. So you know it's it's good, uh, obviously good good strategy by the Falcons. As we head to the break here at quarter time, the goal kickers for the Falcons, it's singles to Brennan and uh, Vesio, and for the Sharks, it's one to Ghana. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here on girlsplayfooty.com. We're at quarter time, the Durban Falcons 2-5-17, with the St Kilda Sharks 1-2-8. Here, get out of I'm here about the car. Hi, um, are they with you? Yeah, a few boys wanted to come over in case you joined. I mean, look at the car. (laughs) Oh, I need to sell my car fast. Need to sell your car fast? At sellmycar.com.au, we will buy your car. Cash for your car, fast. Sellmycar.com.au if your car's not performing at its best, drop into Auto Clinic. Auto Clinic Heidelberg has been your local mechanic for over 25 years with a great reputation for superior customer care and quality car servicing. Pre-purchased inspections, routine servicing, brake and clutch replacements, auto electrical, all that and more. Covered by an accredited VACC member. Auto Clinic. Four Montgomery Street, Heidelberg Heights. Call 9459-6952. Proud sponsors of the Darabin Falcons. Hi, it's Eric from Deaf Children Australia. Ready for your next lesson? With your left hand palm facing you, touch the left thumb with the right pointer finger. That's A. Now put the same pointer finger onto the left hand pointer. That's E. And for I, O and U, point and place on the next three fingers. They're the vowels. How easy is that? Next time I'll teach you to sign nice things like thank you. At Deaf Children Australia, we're helping young deaf people reach their potential at school and in life. Please join us. Together we can make a difference. Everything a business throws out represents wasted money and resources. Reducing waste and recycling unwanted items in the workplace is great for the environment and can be good for the bottom line too. PlanetArcsBusinessRecycling.com.au lists recyclers from across Australia and it's quick, free and easy to use. You'll also find a guide for choosing the right recycler and free signage. Search for Business Recycling or call 1300 763 768. This is Danny Green. On a night out just like this, take it from me. One punch can be deadly. Thrown in anger, without warning, without gloves, it can kill. One punch can end their life and ruin yours. It takes grunt to throw it, it takes guts to walk away. One punch can be deadly. Authorised and spoken by Danny Green Perth. Live across the web. This is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back here to the Peanut Farm Reserve in St Kilda, where it's a nine-point lead to the Darabin Falcons over the St Kilda Sharks, 2-5-17 to 1-2-8. A slight breeze blowing down towards the outward end of the ground. That's the right of your radio dial, which the Sharks will be kicking to in this second quarter. And uh, you can hear the Sharks uh, cheer and chant when they broke out of their huddle, Lisa Cato. This is the quarter they know. This is the quarter that if they can not even get the lead, but at least keep 
pace with the Sharks going into half-time, then they know they've got a sniff. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think one of the keys will be to stop kicking it to Aster O'Connor. Yeah. I think they spot, well, they seem to kick it to her three or four times. And, you know, she's just a beacon in that back line now for the Falcons. So they've really got to be considered in the way they deliver the ball inside their 50. But, gee, it's a cracker game by both teams. Pressure, skills on display. It's a ripper. I'm looking forward to seeing the second quarter now with the Sharks, as you say, kicking with a slight breeze to the Elwood end. And the interesting thing will be is to see um, if the Darabin kicks like keep the same structure because it's forcing the Sharks to work wide at the moment. Even when Walsh was trying to pick it up near the boundary line, the core of defenders, the three or four of them, would just guard the corridor saying, we'll let you take the pockets, but we won't let you take the corridor. Absolutely. And that'll be the challenge for the Sharks to, to work out how to manufacture some goals and uh, some more, you know, straight in front kind of entries. And joining us a special comments for at least the second quarter to begin with and the uh, one-eared headset. So she'll be having an interesting day today after a win by 68 points in the um, in the first division. A, uh, well, I think she's got the headsets on the other way or the right way. We'll find out in a second. Karen Ralph. As, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. You're doing okay. We'll have that set up in just a moment's time for you, Karen, as the ball is underway in the middle to get us underway, Lisa Catto. So the uh, umpires bounce the ball and the Falcons are attacking They've actually kicked it inside 50. Hard work, though, by Amy Catterall. Great pick-up as she rebounds out of the 50. And she's uh, spotted up a shark out there on the boundary line, Garner, who's taken a great grab. And she's going to go back now to drive the Sharks uh, towards their their, uh, forward line. Phoebe McWilliams hard at the contest there. The umpire's paid a... Amy, Amy Catterall sort of, she, you know, started off as a four and obviously kicked 60 goals one season, has now pushed back and is a very strong defender, which is great. So Jazzy Garner is uh, now delivering inside 50. A low pass there, trying to hit up Mo out of hope, but uh, no go. But Phoebe McWilliams has picked great it up. Hands. Sarah Chapman running into goal, but she's running through ah. a big ball there. And uh, they've, they've turned the ball over the Sharks. Now they've, retained, they've retained possession. Brianna Davey snapped... Good, uh, good effort. Snapped goal, uh, at the goals, but it's just one behind there. So first scoring shot for the second quarter to the Sharks. And uh, welcome to Karen Ralph in special comments. Oh, thank you very much. Great forward pressure there by the Sharks. So let's hope they can uh, keep the ball up there for a little bit. Here's the kick in from full back. It's long towards the pack situation over the head of Brennan. Went out the back to Pierce. Pierce tried to get a hurried hand pass to Brennan. Had to try and turn around, get rid of Garter. Had to shrug off another player as well. Dangerous kick across the face. Benici's there in front. Ball was at her feet. Couldn't pick it up. Hope tracking after Brennan. Brennan, ball knocked out of her hand by Davey. Ball on the ground into Spirit. Who's the first to pick it up? Brennan goes again. Tries to charge through Hope. Could be gone here. We watch the umpire. Pinned. Holding the ball, the umpire's paid, and it looks like uh, Moana Hope it will be taking that uh, free kick. I don't think it's the smartest decision in football trying to go through Moana Hope. <laughs> she, look, she took a, it was a bit of a risky play there by uh, Brennan, kicking across the face and then also just following it up there. And great forward pressure by the Sharks, as you were talking about, Karen, um, which results in Mo Hope having a shot for goal. Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate for Brennan because she had three or four good strong efforts there. Well, that is a big goal, and I put an exclamation 
exclamation mark on that because the one thing the Sharks wanted was a goal to get them going early in the second quarter and that's exactly what's happened. Two goals, three. They now move on to 15, trailing by just two points. Darabin 2-5-17. Thanks to sellmycar.com.au. Yes, excellent. Thank you with the uh, the sponsors there. And I think the Sharks, they just need to keep that pressure up. You know, Darabin's a very good side and I think the difficulty is keeping this intensity up for the full, you know, 100 minutes of the game. So let's hope, I guess, the Sharks can keep that pressure up and make it a really good contest. So the uh, umpires bring the ball back. I think that's Darren Flanagan's daughter there, the uh, one of the boundary umpires. Certainly got his height. Yeah, we'd <laughs> like to recruit her to the uh, to the Sharks to play. So the umpires, gonna, it's our bouncing umpire who's going to bounce the ball again in the uh, middle. Who's on the... So Baisley and is that Egan, Egan. in the ruck for the Falcons? The Falcons have... Uh, Taking possession, but Brianna Davy, oh, she's hard at it. Off. Fend off there and kicks it forward for the for the Sharks into the uh, or near the 50. But fantastic pressure there by the, the Good Falcons. Second effort there by Phoebe McWilliams. Great uh, work by Phoebe to Davy, who's driven it long into the 50. No one's back for the Sharks. Hope's gone back now, and Moana Hope. Fantastic goal by Oh, Hope. no, no. It's hit the post. It's clipped the post. Gee, oh. it was a good good opportunity there. Good entry Ooh. by the Sharks, but uh, unlucky there by Hope hitting the post. And the Falcons are out, and they're out onto the Blessington Street side, and they've spotted up... Um, I think it's Arnell. Arnell, it is, yep. Number 13. It's pretty fit, Arnell, now, and uh, she's taken the mark, pushing across to the Blessington Street side. Great uh, kick and great fly by Daisy Pierce taking the grab. She's moved Moving it into the centre now. And Vasio put the hands up in the air, couldn't hang on to it. And Davy got the ball again. The way she goes, takes one bounce, jetting along, gets on the right boot, driving. Here comes McWilliams. Now, as this within Phoebe's range, she'll be kicking from about 46, 47 metres out. Yeah, look, Phoebe, Phoebe's probably uh, a bit more confident on the run, so this will be interesting to see if she can make it for the set shot. She's actually a beautiful kick, but we'll see how we go. Watch here, pockets open. And Hope is leading towards it. This is what's going to happen. Oh, the kick was a little off skew. It was just a metre short. The idea was right. The execution wasn't. Going now to try and find Lawson Tavern, whose kick is smothered by McWilliams, who tackled her beautifully. And the umpire, oh, the umpire said without, didn't have possession. She just hang on, hung on a bit too long there, I think, McWilliams. It was a, she realised and she let go, but uh, the umpire had already pinged her. O'Connor Lisa well, was the contest. Out of bounds there, I thought. Uh, it was close, and oh, Chapman takes the mark in front of Hickey. That's a big grab. Again, the pockets open for Hope to work into if they go in that direction. Chapman just puts it up in the air, hoping for rain. Mo Hope comes across oh, and grabs great, it. Great mark. Terrific mark, Mo Hope, and great work by Chapman. Great running and, and uh, good delivery by Chapman in there into Hope. Their tails are up early, Karen. Yeah, well, good set up on the wall there as well. It's shown some really good discipline, I think. When the ball went deep in the forward line, they really set up so the ball doesn't come back out. It's great team play. So Moana Hope to look for her second and... She kicks it to put the Sharks in front. They trail by a point. I'm expecting a very big celebration if she kicks this one. In she creeps from 40 metres out. Oh, that is right off the side of the boot, and it is a minor score, and it is all dead level here at the Peanut Farm. We've got a ball game, 2-5-17 apiece, early stage of the second term for sellmycar.com.au. Distance no problem for Hope there, but just maybe the breeze just off the side a bit yeah. and uh, pushed, it, pushed it right. So the Falcons will bring the ball back in now, kicking out. 
looking for an option there. Good strong setup in the zone here. Looks like they've left the centre fairly open, but doesn't doesn't decide to go down the centre. So the umpire's called O'Connor to kick, and she's kicked out to the Blessington Street side. But uh, Brianna Davy is uh, strong in there and hands off to Mo Hope, who has a snap for goal this time. All clear for a fantastic goal. Gee, great work by the Sharks there. Brianna Davy hard at the contest from the kick out from O'Connor. Hands it off to Mo Hope, who's uh, turned around on the right, snap foot, no problems. As you like, goal to the Sharks, Pete. And again, I think it's just that continual inside 50s, inside 50s, just puts pressure on the back line. Wowee. It is a one-goal lead to the Sharks. 3-5, leading 2-5 for sellmycar.com.au. And the big the big difference at the moment for the Sharks is one Brianna Davey. Absolutely. And dare I say, very much in the mould of Debbie Lee as a case of, and I've always been arguing for this, a side that's what I call got an old ball. Someone's got a bit of shape about them that can just charge through and take it on. Yeah, it's hard at it. Very, very, strong, hard. very strong around the legs and the hips. Very, very difficult to tackle. Ball back in the middle of the ground. The umpire goes to bounce the ball. We're away again. O'Connor's being moved back into the ruck. Wins the tap. Who does it go to? Try to find Arnell. All wrapped up, if you don't mind, by Chapman. And that's a stalemate. It looks like the Sharks have decided to sort of step off the ruck a little bit occasionally with, uh, with Astra and trying to read the playoff Astra. Ball to be thrown up in the air in the middle of the ground. As we said, Arnell's being moved into the middle along with Hammond. As up in the air again, Basley versus O'Connor. O'Connor won it, but it went out towards the Blessington Street side. It was one out by Bruton. Bruton got on the left. It was punched away there by Callanan. Under pressure, though, going with her as Gartner. Brought the ball to ground. Lawson Tavern tries to get out a hand pass. Datsun watching on. She can't get in there. And the umpire's going to come in and call for about 55 metres out from goal. Wow, Sharks leading by a goal, and O'Connor goes up, close towards the boundary line here, foot race on, Tilly Lucas-Rod is out there, she's got it, keeps it in, has to run backwards, and instead runs over the boundary line and out of bounds. And we'll see another throw in between the centre wing and the half-forward flank, Sharks attacking. Probably not a bad result for the Sharks there, actually, because she was looking for options. The umpire's thrown it back in, and it's uh, pretty hard work, but Hammond hard at it there, just gets a handball out to no one in particular and the Sharks are pushing forward again good kick into the 50 Amanda, to Amanda Walsh who's competing hard the ball's on the ground locked up looks like uh, it's no one's coming out at this stage no the Falcons now through Hickey just off the left and a good good kick out of defence to Jane Lang high up the ground Jane Lang from the forward line Lang on the right, going long towards centre wing. Bruton threw her hands, couldn't hang on to it. Arnell got a hurry kick away while under pressure. Here comes Brennan out in the space, goes the hand pass, cut off by McWilliams. McWilliams then got caught and dumped, trying to find Bruton. Bruton has to go in there, Vissio with her, tunnelled in and under, got the little hand pass out, was trying to find McLernan, she can't hang on to it, went back, got it again. Hand pass out, then the kick around the corner, Lang. Oh, went through her hands, had it too early. Got it back again though, got on the right, away from O'Day who was under pressure. Ball hit the ground, jeez, it's tough and it's Fierce, Benici trying to get a little hand pass out while under pressure. Hurry kick by the Sharks going up the line. Hickey first to it. Kicked it off the carpet. Now going in the direction of McWilliams. Has to bend down and try and pick it up. She couldn't. Ball bounced away. Hammond goes through. Hand pass away. She couldn't get it going. Scrappy play. Benici. She goes up the line. Bowled over a few. They nearly ran into each other. Walsh did and was taken away by Pierce. Pearson towards the middle of the ground. Finds Arnell. Vessio got space. Going for it. Little nudge underneath by Haitley. And can she clear for the Sharks, she can. She goes with a big kick around the corner. And this is where McLernan's going to run on and find some space. Dangerous uh, kick there, but McLernan, or Fanta as we call, has taken possession. And uh, lucky kick, yeah. Good, oh. good uh, work by Benici. Just failed to hold the gra- 
allowed there, and it's over the line for a throw-in on the commentary side. A little bit of scrappy play. I think it's due to the pressure both teams are putting on each other. Fantastic pressure. So a champ on in the ruck, and she's up against O'Connor. O'Connor out the back there, but uh, Garner just about sharks it. Daisy Pierce has kicked it off the ground, and she's been pinged for kicking in danger. A free kick to Garner there, who will look to drive the Sharks forward. Looking now for her options, so she's a very big kick, 50-metre kick into the forward line. Big pack flies. No one can take the mark. Davey takes possession. Big big tackle there, but Moana Hopes pushed the ball out. Sharks uh, appealing for a free kick there, but nothing doing, and Davey's all wrapped up. The umpire's called play on, but it looks like it's going to be a stalemate, and the umpire's blown his whistle, and uh, just on the centre square on the Sharks' attacking side at the uh, Elwood end of the ground. Just needed some crummers on that play. A couple of girls going up for the mark, no one in front. Ball up in the air, it's out down, O'Connor, McWilliams, out the Pierce though. Pierce got on the right for the uh, Falcons, but only as far as Vanderwall. Played the best football this year, Vanderwall, by a mile. And kicked the ball long and on the right. Benici came out afterwards, just dropped the pill. Going with her was Emma Oliver, close towards the boundary line. Oliver tries to chase it up. Benici pushes her over the footy and over the boundary line. And we'll have a throw in between centre wing and half forward. Sharks attacking. And the Falcons have only been inside their forward 50 maybe twice uh, for this quarter. And the Sharks lead by a goal. And uh, all wrapped up again is Jasmine Garner. And we'll have yet another bounce. So the umpire will uh, throw the ball up Blessington Street side of the ground and champ on in, in the ruck against O'Connor and uh, pushing the ball out. But Sharks have taken possession, but the umpires have uh, called, uh, I think, out of bounds. Doesn't look like it's he's paid a free kick. It's uh, going to come back for a throw in now on the Blessington Street side. Must have just uh, been out of bounds there. So the umpire's throwing the ball back in. A Champong, she's up against O'Connor in the runk. And uh, great work use of the body there by O'Connor. Good hit out uh, to the Falcons, but Falcons pushing forward now. Looks like Daisy Pierce is in there, but uh, good intercept by the Sharks, and that's another throw in over there on the Blessington yeah. Street side. Mia Ray, Mia Ray Clifford just got the intercept there, and she's probably one of the, the fastest improvers of the AFL game, I believe. She's probably played 25 games and is just really coming along. Probably the hardest player I've ever seen, yep. to tell you the truth. And I totally agree. Day gets uh, all wrapped up, and the umpire is going to call for a ball up just on centre wing on the Blessington Street side. 3 5 plays 2 5. Sharks leading Falcons by a goal. Up in the air, knocking it down. Thank you very much as O'Connor tried to twitter to the advantage of Hammond. Benici went with her and escorted the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds underneath the light towers. And we'll have a throw in between centre wing and half forward flank for the Falcons going to the Lunar Park end of the ground. Uh, against the slight breeze in this term, O'Connor slapped it towards the advantage of O'Day. Junior O'Day lost it, got it back again, got on the right. Vessio tried to get the front position. Hately wearing it like a glove. Picked off there. I think one of the will try to get a hand pass out. Vessio wrapped her all up and uh, will call for a ball up just near the goal square. Fantastic ruck work by O'Connor there just to hit that ball to advantage. Probably gained 15 metres for both team. And now the. She's the, really re- using her experience over Big Rachel Champong at the moment. And now the ball's uh, right in there. Hammond's had a shot for goal, a snap, and she's kicked it out of that uh, throw-up. Great positioning by Sarah Hammond. Gee, she's a ripper hard at it, and super experienced player Sarah Hammond. Just played her 150th, I think, or 200th game, and she's kicked a great right foot goal by the Falcons to put them back in front. So, scores 3-5 apiece. 23, dead level, thanks to sellmycar.com.au. 
And, uh, well, it was hard going for the Falcons to get it up that end, let alone get on the board. And, and a good team, though. They took it inside 50 and bang a goal. Scored straight away. Great work. Great pressure by their forwards there. So Very important. Very important centre square bounce this time. So the umpire with the ball back in the middle. Let's see what's going to happen in the ruck here. A Champong versus O'Connor. And O'Connor just won it. Pierce went without it before she had it. Has to try and go back in again. Trying to work her way through Lawson Tavern. She couldn't get clear possession. She's on the ground now. And the umpire's going to call for a ball up once more. And Benici right on the bottom of that pack. We throw it up in the air again. O'Connor charges through a Champong on this occasion. Pierce grabbed it but then got all wrapped up. And once again, we'll call for a ball up. In fact, it was Delpos, pardon me. So, stalemate in the middle of the ground. Scores dead level here. Umpire says shepherding in the ruck. And he pays the advantage while everyone's snapping. And Brennan is away. And it's half forward. Brennan goes long, long, long for goal. Marking the goal square. Laura Bailey, great play. G- girl, she's come up from uh, North Geelong. Played Division played Division 3 last year. Or, sorry, played Division two, 2 last year. Won the grand final and has uh, stepped up to prim- Premier Division. Great play by on that occasion. Getting right back on the line. Would have saved a certain goal. Webb. That's Steph Webb now with the mark. Kicking uh, around the wing side. And uh, Balshaw's taken possession but turned it over straight to O'Connor who's driven the Falcons back inside 50. But a great grab there by Alex Vanderwall. A uh, saving grab by the Shark. She's looking now for her options. The umpire's called her to play on, move it on. So she's uh, <coughs> kicking across the ground towards Davey. Oh, Davey's taken a ripper mark, mark against a uh, couple, including Jane Lang and Melissa Hickey. Brianna Davey's taken a super grab there. Strong. She's uh, on the right, kicking towards the commentary box here. And... Uh, Good. Turned over though. Daisy Pierce has taken possession, but a great, great uh, tackle by Sarah Chapman and hands off from Phoebe McWilliams out to Balshaw, who's driven the Sharks forward inside 50. Moana hopes one there. out on uh, with the Falcons there, but terrific defence there by Hogan, who's uh, cleared the ball out for the for the uh, Falcons to O'Connor, who's taken a great grab and handed it off to Arnell. Fantastic delivery inside to Brennan, but she's just uh, dropped the mark, O'Connor. Um, Catterall. Sorry, Catterall uh, there was a relieving effort by the Sharks, but turned it over to Hickey, who's uh, driving the, the uh, Falcons forward. And going up the line there, O'Day, who decides to keep towards the half-forward flank position at the feet there of SEO. Couldn't quite pick it up. Hately tries to slap it forward. Wasn't the smartest thing to do because it was picked off beautifully by uh, by Datsun, who goes towards the lead of Egan, who was run underneath it in the end by well, Bailey. Bailey, again, Bailey in trouble, moving it to Catterall. Catterall has to go along with the hand pass. Killer reads on if they want her. Instead, they go towards Belshaw. And Belshaw at half-back flank. Now gets on the right, going up the line. O'Connor over ahead. Davy again taking another possession at the back. And Davy looking around, wanted to sell for Candy. Oh, went one way, went the other. Got on the right, almost brought right. It's coming for the commentary box, in fact. <laughs> Just fell a metre short. Kevin Ralph had the hands out. Almost there. So Arnell's taking the relieving uh, free kick from the out on the full, and she's spotted up O'Connor, who's just a giant down there, taking a good grab, and she's driving inside 50 across the ground to uh, a free Falcons player, but failed to hit the target, and the Sharks are cleaning up thanks to great hands by Steph Webb there, really strong uh, grab at the halfback flank. She switched across to towards Phoebe McWilliams, who's taken the ball, the mark and then hands off to Cooler Reed. Back to McWilliams, who's driving the Sharks forward to ja- towards Jazz Garner. 
Great. And Garner's fantastic and kept her feet and hands off to Chapman there to push the, <coughs> the Sharks inside 50. But the lucky, unlucky bounce for Mo Hope had gone overhead. And uh, good relieving kick there by Rebecca Privatelli to Dalpos. Great skills at the back And went there. towards the outer side for O'Day. Whoop, had it, dropped it. Bruton coming after her. Gets around her in time. Decides to go short looking for Arnell who got away from Davey. And Arnell now decides to run out towards the wing on the other side over the head there of Brennan oh what a mark at the back and again Mia Clifford what a chair she's a ripper Mia Clifford AFL clubs for 2017 but have a look at um, Mia Clifford she is the hardest player that you're ever going to see you could build a team around her and she delivers on the wing um Phoebe McWilliams just fails to hold the mark and there's uh, stacks on over there right in front of the Falcons coaching box on the Blessington Street side. Umpires called for it and they'll throw the ball up. Back into play, it's uh, still Baisley in the ruck there for the Sharks. But Astro, uh, sorry, Hammond's taken possession and really strong pressure by the Sharks and the ball's out of bounds. No, the umpire's paid a free kick. He's paid a free kick to Astro O'Connor. I think the Sharks might uh, want to think about putting a bit of time into Astor. She's starting to really come into the game and uh, get plenty of uh, attacking play. So O'Connor's uh, huge kick on the right, driving him in deep inside 50, but standing tall for the Sharks down there and taking a great grab, Amy Catterall, with the relieving kick across to Cooler Reed. And uh, Cooler Reed's looking for options going across the ground to Steph Webb. Webb just can't hold the uh, mark, but good second effort. And the Sharks through uh, Benici, is it, who's driven the ball forward. But Daisy Pierce now on the commentary wing. She's she's taken possession and pushing back into the centre all uh, to Jess Dalpos, who's unopposed. Drops the mark, but recovers well and then shoots a terrific pass to uh, number 57. That would be Holden. Peter's sister. So no relation. No relation. Driving the ball inside and and uh, spots up Egan, who's taken a good grab now, and she's pushed it inside 50, and a fantastic oh. grab. Bit of pressure there from Mamie Catterall, but um, Katie Brennan's taken, held the mark, and she's about what 50 out. It's uh, yeah, she's yeah, no one, no, no one in the goal square. Vasio's just running to space now. No one in the goal square. This is what they got to watch for. So Brennan's going to go back and and uh, have a shot. She's a very good kick, as we know, and she's put it on the boot. It's not going to make the distance, but who's there in the goal square? Falcons working hard to lock it in down there. No one's able to take possession, though. Phoebe McWilliams just standing off the ball, and uh, the umpire's called for it, so he throw it up just in front of the point post for the Falcons. Egan was on the bottom of the bat. Now she has to get up and do the ruck work, and Hope's now being moved onto the ball as well. Delpos trying to get a hurried little kick through. She couldn't do so. Mia Ray Clifford is there to pick it up, gets it across to Hope, is in the back line. Hello. Now kicks it towards the half-back flank position. The kick, though, is intercepted, and they'll just chip it around to O'Connor, who got around the player on the mark. Bombs away to the right. And we'll go through for a minor score. And uh, that gives the Falcons the lead, though. Three goals, 6-24, leading 3-5-23. The top side, the Falcons, uh, a point in front. All thanks to sellmycar.com.au. You're listening to girlsplayfooty.com. Petty Cooler Reed with the she's kick gone out. for the top, I think, straight down the middle. She's gone straight down the ground. She probably could have used uh, a little bit more defensive play and just kept some possession for a couple of minutes. She spotted up, uh, well, Daisy Pierce took the grab and uh, pushed it back inside 50 towards Vessio. Vessio was unable to hold the mark, though, and Brianna Davies broken free with the ball and pushing the Sharks back forward now. Josie Garner's taken possession and uh, terrific hands off to... Chapman back to Ghana and then uh, the Sharks attacking on the wing 
Jess Gardner now driving forward. Mo Hope's run a long way and she's back in the 50 now with uh, Amanda Walsh. She's put good pressure on the ball, trying to lock it in down there. Hope off the ground. She's going off the ground again. A terrific solo effort by Hope. Snaps around the corner, just uh, just to the right and touched and... Uh, one behind for the Sharks. But great transition there by the Sharks after that, uh, da- you know, almost dangerous kick back in. It was very good transition there. Pierce in defensive 50. Now takes it, goes to the kick. Baisley tries to stand tall. She does. Big mark and an important shot uh, in towards the forward line here. If she can get a target and get in front, this is a mental edge that the Sharks could have. Here's a long high kick. Hope leading out towards the pocket. Reach it best. And that was a, a, I guess your preference would be to uh, put that ball towards the top of the square, but uh, I guess Mo Hope really demands the ball, so. Terrific grab by Mo Hope too, so she's going to go back for a shot, she's about 30 out. Any score puts them in front, and if you blew the half-time side now, as I said, that's a big mental lift. She's about 30 out, in deep in the pocket, uh, kicking to the Elwood side, she'll, she'll go on the right. She practices from here every week. So it's uh, normally she practices a little bit better than that. <laughs> <laughs> off uh, off to the right. So she's kicked it to the right twice now when she's been kicking for goal. Just not coming off the boot quite as sweetly as she'd like. So getting plenty of it. But the uh, Astor O'Connor now doing the kick out. She's everywhere, Astor O'Connor, and she kicks out. But um, the ball's been intercepted by the by oh, the umpires. Paid uh, throw. A, a throw against uh, the Sharks number 33 Gardner. So this is he, she'd handed it off to Hope, who was running on, but. Um, Pay to throw there, so Falcons to relieve through Siobhan Hogan. She's kicked it back, backwards to uh, the a Falcons player, and the Falcons are out wide. They're out to O'Connor on the wing. They've opened up uh, the space a bit there, but in front, Mia Ray Clifford. A big, uh, a big Great fly job. from behind there by uh, Delpos, but terrific mark in front by Mia Clifford. On the outer side of the ground, Blessington Street side, one point lead to the Sharks, nearing half time. And they hold the ball as they go long towards the contest. And behind is Callan and brought it to ground. Telly Lucas Wright is lurking around, having to go with O'Connor. O'Connor just shoved her aside. But the ball beat them both and went over the boundary line and out of bounds. Terrific pressure there by both. And, and I, Karen, we were talking about Astro O'Connor. She's, she's certainly getting plenty of it now. Yeah, look, it'd be interesting to see if someone can maybe go third up in some of those right contests and just put some body on her and wear her down a little bit. So the Falcons now on the Blessington Street side are driving forward. Good good use of the ball there. And uh, the ball is out of bounds and there'll be a throw-in. But good transition there by the Falcons. If they've uh, gained a bit of bit of uh, meterage there and the umpire's throwing it in over there on the Blessington Street side. Champong's in the ruck against O'Connor. She's kicking out one minute and she's in the ruck in the forward 50 the next. She's covering a lot of ground. Hard work to, for anyone to break free from that ruck contest and the umpire's, uh, the ball's knocked over the line and we'll have another throw in. Couple of minutes to go before half time. 3-7 place, 3-6 for sellmycar.com.au. Sharks lead the Falcons. Ball back into play. O'Connor tapped it out the back. Callanan all wrapped up straight away by McLernan. In fact, that's the siren now. Wow. Half time. When was the last time the Sharks were in front of the Falcons at half time is a very interesting question. Live across the web. 
This is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And welcome back here to the Peanut Farm Reserve in St Kilda for the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day where it is a one point lead to the St Kilda Sharks over the Darabin Falcons in this third versus first contest. It is a cracker and as we said if you've got friends at home that want to uh, listen into this game we should be in for an exciting second half. They can go to the website girlsplayfooty.com or tell them if they've got the tune in app on their phone they can and that's on Android or Apple. Uh, it's free of charge to download the TuneIn Radio app as well. Just search for Girls Play Footy Radio and uh, they'll be able to listen to the call. Or, of course, if you show up at any ground where we are calling the match of the day and you've got your radio, you can listen on 89.1 FM. And as we speak, uh, Phoebe McWilliams was uh, leading the side out on the ground with Sarah Chapman. And you can see a spring in the step of the Sharks. They've got a whiff. Penny Reed is talking it up big time out there because they know there's, dare I say, like sharks, there's a bit of blood in the water. They can sense that they are a real sniff for this second half contest. Waiting for the uh, Falcons to come out of their room. It's going to be a cracking second half. You can just feel it. Goal kickers at the moment for the St Kilda Sharks. Two to Mona Hope and one to Jasmine Garner. Uh, that's for the Sharks. For the Falcons, singles to Hammond. Brennan and Vessio. And uh, as we said, uh, Vessio and Brennan uh, kicked about a, no, almost a dozen goals between themselves on uh, the game against Melbourne Uni. And all of a sudden, they find themselves with a shock to the system, really being challenged by the Sharks. And I guess, um, and no doubt, Shannon McFerrin uh, would have got across the message from Lisa Cato. It's the opening minutes of this third quarter that's going to tell the tale if they're up to the challenge. No doubt, no doubt. And gee, the next 50 minutes of football, it's. Uh it promises a great game, so I hope for listeners tuned in that we're bringing you, the, painting the picture. The intensity has been phenomenal at every contest. You know, there's been really no easy possessions. And, yeah, it's it's uh, interesting times for the Sharks and the Falcons, for the Falcons to, uh, to stand up, as they have done so many times when they've been challenged over the years. You know, this is, you know, this is not nothing new to them because people have challenged them, but they've been able to reign supreme. This is brand new territory for the Sharks, though, Pete. As we said, it was a shame to the competition when Melbourne Uni beat Darabin in that game. But, geez, if the Sharks were to knock off the Falcons today, all of a sudden you'll also, not only for the Sharks, but you'd have the other clubs going, geez, this race is wide open. This no. is, you know, this is on for young and old. No doubt. Look, absolutely no doubt. But, you know, there's 50 minutes of footy to play. To, to go yet. This is the test. It is. This is a massive test. But, you know, like you said, what are we, we're at round eight, so there's a lot of football to go yet, regardless of what happens today. Um, but, yeah, the time will tell in this 50 minutes whether the Sharks can, can sustain... And I believe they're fitter and their game plan, etc. is they're more attuned with how Shannon McFerrin wants them to play. Can they sustain it? Karen, we're, we're just waiting now for the... Everyone's on the ground in position, just waiting for the Falcons coaches. They're just uh, running out, running across the ground. So we shouldn't uh, be too long to get underway. Richard Delpos attempting a run or a canter maybe across the ground. Not as fit as his players, I would suspect. Probably, no, probably not. <laughs> but um, it's an intriguing battle. And for, to see the Sharks so far to be able to take it right up to them, can they sustain that? You know, the confidence wises up. Shannon McFerrin's got the plan that she wants them to play. Can they implement it? You know, these are the questions that we have to ask. The umpire holds the ball aloft to get us underway in, uh, 
in the third quarter of this intriguing battle. Umpire bounces the footy. Away we go. Basley versus Egan. Egan won the tap down. Bruton overran it. Went back and got it again after spinning around in a circle. Got on the right. Going forward. Benici. The ball doesn't bounce kind for her, though. Coming through Delpos. Got it on the right. Has to be good with her kick to Holden, who managed to make it stick. And Holden half back flank. Broadcast side. Now gets on the left. O'Connor comes charging out towards it. One bounce at her feet. Long way to go down. Little shepherding work put on by Davey. Penny Killery got it out to Bruton. Bruton now kicks it towards the forward line. Mo Hope is lurking nearby. Backing back. Shannon Egan takes a mark and does a uh, little backflip at the same time. Terrific grab by Egan. In fact, it was Privatelli. Why? Pardon me. Privatelli. Great grab. Dropping uh, back down there with Hope in front of her. And she's kicked it uh, out to Egan actually now. Out uh, just on the 50 metre arc. And Egan's taken a good grab. And looking to move it along the uh, along the club room side of the ground, but she's turned it over, and Bruton's taken a great grab. Good uh, good running by Bruton, and she's just a small kick into Davy, who's going to drive the Sharks forward inside 50. But uh, no one home for the Sharks, and and it's a turnover. The Falcons uh, Privatelli again, is it? Taking a good grab and pushed it on to O'Connor, who hands off to Egan to drive the the uh, Falcons forward, but back to Bruton. It's. Uh, like kick to kick at this stage. Hands off to Sarah Chapman, who's kicked it inside 50 and straight to a Falcon. Siobhan Hogan's uh, taken a good relieving mark and she kicks across the ground, spots up her skipper in Daisy Pierce and uh, Pierce is on the left and they're out on the Blessington Street side now and a great spot up to the Falcons player there, taking possession and very good run. They've got some loose players out wide there, Pete, and... Uh, Suddenly, the Falcons are just about inside 50. Strong attack on the footy there by Amy Catterall to tie it up just near the 50-metre line. And no one uh, can break through, and the umpire's called for the ball. Callanan was in there for the Falcons. So we are 55 metres out for the Falcons' goal, attacking the Elwood end with a slight breeze this term. Callanan tries to uh, control the ball, does so, then overran it, went back on again, putting uh, under pressure as Lucas Rod. Ball spilled out on the ground. Who can try and pick it up clearly? O'Day was over the top. She couldn't hatchet. Ball on the ground. Going in again is Webb. And the umpire will call for another ball up on the outer side of the ground. It is a one-point lead to the Sharks over the Falcons. 3-7 to 3-6 for Auto Clinic, for Montgomery Street, Hodelberg Heights. Ball was thrown in and then slapped back over the boundary line and out of play. You can see the Sharks are all keen and eager in that opening few minutes, but uh, maybe just a little composure was needed to try and find some targets. Well, they had plenty of opportunities driving inside 50, but just turnovers galore, and uh, they were really spotting up their Falcons opponents there. So the ball's back uh, over the line, and we'll have another throw in over there on the Blessington Street side of the of the ground, pushing up towards, on the wing, but uh, towards the Falcons 50. Interesting to note around us all, Anthony Dijon once again, one of the board men for the Melbourne Football Clubs. He'll be keeping a few mental notes on some of these players. He will, he will, and he because, uh, of course, in July, the 15th I think the clubs have to delist by and there'll be a mini draft. Brianna Davies strong at it, strong attack, but uh, manages to turn it over. Massive tackle uh, by the Sharks on Sarah Hammond and Hammond's brought to the ground. Ripper tackle, um, just uh, the umpire said no opportunity and Sarah Chapman, I think that was, throwing the ball up again there, the umpire. Chapman now clears the ball out for the Sharks, drives towards their attacking uh, 50. Phoebe McWilliams is down there trying to take possession and uh, the umpires paid a free for holding the ball against uh, Walsh and Hogan now with the relieving kick for the Falcons. Got to be good. Bruton was from behind, tried to put the tap on but didn't watch Pierce ducking out the back who got on the left and went up the line trying to find Hickey who's now moving forward and going with her as Walsh escorts her over the boundary line and out of bounds. Between centre wing and half, forward flank, Falcons trying to uh, build something here. 
They're down by a point. It's uh, Baisley versus O'Connor in this contest. In fact, Egan now goes up into it, and Baisley won it and just punched towards the boundary line. Bruton chasing after it. O'Day going with her. What? Well, no, O'Day got a, almost around the neck at one stage, but that was after she went over the boundary line. The umpire just missed that. And we'll call for a throw-in again on the centre wing, out of sight of the ground. So the umpire, boundary umpire, brings the ball back into play. It's uh, Baisley there who gets a, a good uh, tap forward for the Sharks, but... Taking possession is um, Sarah Hammond. She's tackled strongly by the Sharks, but gets her gets her handball away. And uh, plenty of players around the contest there, O'Connor. But Brianna Davy emerges with a footy driving forward for the Sharks to Walsh, who takes possession and hands off to um, Balshaw there, who drives into the 50 towards Mo Hope. Mo Hope's uh, leading her opponent on a merry dance, but the ball's out of bounds. And it'll be thrown in there by the boundary about 30 metres out from the Sharks' goal. Blessington Street end of the ground. A Blessington Street side, sorry, at the Luna Park end. Well, big play could be coming up here. We wait for it to come back into play. Out the back door, Gartner tried to do the rucking. Overran it, Davey. O'Connor got caught but got boot to ball in the nick of time. Went out towards the Vessio direction. Haley nudged it underneath the football. Coming out. Arnell all wrapped up. Ball spilt out, though. Loose contest. Center wing out of side of the ground. Hammond, she tries to go in there. Loose boot from Webb. And the umpire blows the whistle and says, I'll call for another ball up on the bottom of that. Lauren Baisley will get up and says, I'll get involved in this contest. And we'll go again. And she does so quickly. Egan jumped too early. Baisley tapped it, but it was taken away by O'Connor. Hand pass back. Hickey having to find Pierce. Pierce, hand pass. Smothered by McWilliams going with her. Hogan, she's good. She's off half-back flank. And then she gets caught. And the umpire says you copped it too high, so you'll get a free kick. It was a good tackle because um, she was free there, Hogan. Well, great tackle by the Sharks, but just too high. But um, she's turned the ball over, and Benici's taken the grab, and Benici's now driven it into uh, forward 50. A, a lead by Hope, but she missed her, and the ball's on the ground now. The Falcons looking to clear Hickey's there, but she's knocked off the ball by the Sharks by Garner. Looks like um, Fanta, we call him. McLennan's in there hard at it on the ground on the bottom of the pack. And uh, the umpires, they're calling for a free kick, the Falcons, but uh, the umpires said, I'll have the ball and throw it up. Just uh, attacking side of the wing for the Sharks. The umpire's thrown it up, Baisley up in the ruck against Egan. Big knock by Baisley forward, and it's sharked by Garner into Cooler Reed, who's put it on the boot and driven it forward. McWilliams flies down there. Mo Hope shark the ball and uh, right foot snap around the corner is a ripper and the Sharks uh, fantastic goal by the Sharks that takes them on to 4-7 and uh, they're leading the Falcons now 3-6 terrific goal there by Mo Hope Mo a Hope. bread and butter goal for her Mo Hope gets her third thanks to Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street Holderberg Heights and what was interesting to see in the contest 2-2 two on two down there I think O'Connor may have been down there Hope looked around and saw McWilliams coming and said I'm going to stay out of this McWilliams was the one that crashed the pack ball brought to ground Hope was the only one left standing and she said thanks snap uh-huh. Good physicality by McWilliams too. Strong at the contest, as you say. So, ripper goal by the Sharks there. We're back in the centre. And uh, the umpires bounced it. Uh, a champ on against Egan in the ruck. Egan goes to ground. But uh, Sarah Hammond sharks the ball and uh, hand passes to her teammates under pressure. But the Sharks have driven forward again inside their 50. And... Uh, 
It's a loose ball spilling out the back there. The Falcon zone, number 32. Just uh, good work by Privatelli to clear the ball out there to a one-on-one contest. Cooler Reed, and Cooler Reed's taken possession. Hands off, but just fell over at the critical minute. But uh, she's recovered. Hands back. Got the ball back to Davy, who's uh, hands on to Benici, drives in forward. And uh, a good kick off the left by Benici, but um, Gardner just couldn't quite hold the mark, and the Falcons are clearing now. Good, good run out of defence by the Falcons to uh, drive on the wing to Vessio. Vessio's trying to take possession, but Haitley's wearing it like a glove. And uh, for the Sharks there, Laura Bailey's strong at the contest also. The ball's come clear, and the Falcons have collected it now and driven it inside 50, a ripper kick inside 50. But uh, O'Connor's, O'Connor's trying to find space there, and she's working hard. Good pressure by O'Connor, pushing the ball. It's coming out, though, and the Sharks are going to relieve, looks like, McLennan. And uh, great hands off to Benici, who's super strong at the contest and finds uh, Cooler Reed. Cooler Reed looked to give off the hand pass right in front of our broadcast position, went up the line, over the head of Benici. Bruton was there as well. Ball just staying in now, went out. Unlucky they had runners on. Seven point lead to the Sharks over the Falcons. Hello, 4 7 to 3 6. We wait for the ball to come back into play. Big heave back in. It's Egan versus a Champong. A Champong won it down. Going again there is Benici. Oh, she could. Get pinned. Umpire comes in, says no prior opportunity. Brennan locked it all up, and the umpire calls for another bounce. All thanks to Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street, Ottoburg Heights. Sponsors of the Falcons. This is girlsmatefooty.com. Brennan was there. Egan, rodeo style over the top there for a moment, and then turned her over. It was rodeo style. It was like grabbing one of those cars with a rope and then turning them over. Strong <laughs> work by both of the Rucks here, Champon and Deacon. Both, no, there was no quarter given there. And, and the same again, we're seeing the contest with those two Rucks and Brianna Davey on the ball. It's all locked up. It's uh, just forward of centre on the beach side of the ground. Umpire's throwing the ball up again and the Rucks go at it. It's spilled out now. Brianna Davies taken possession and strong at the contest. They can't tackle her, but um, she's spilled out possession. And for the Falcons, 57, Georgia Harris. Holden. Holden, sorry, has the ball and she's locked up. Right next to the boundary, the umpire will throw it up. A champ on an Egan are in the ruck again. And uh, just about goes out. But Brianna Davies taken possession, kicked forward on the right. Amanda Walsh has gone in hard there, just about held off the ball, but um, still the Sharks attack. Jess Gardner's kick oh. inside 50 on the left, fantastic oh. kick, and a ripper grab by Mo Hope. Really good contested mark there by Mo Hope. She's going to have a shot. She's played on now. She's run in, and she's played on on the right foot, and easy as you like, she's kicked her fourth goal. Fantastic goal by Mo Hope. Playing on, they weren't expecting that, Pete. I don't think they weren't set up. She just played on. No one on the goal line, and... Uh, Pretty easy goal in the end for the Sharks. Four goals for Moana Hope, and hello, it is 5-7-37. A 13-point lead to the Sharks over the Falcons. 3-6-24 for Darabin. I can see a few nervous uh, Shark supporters going, could it be? Could it be? Well... This is a ball game here on girlsplayfooty.com. And thanks to the Sharks for inviting us down. We normally don't do Saturday games. And I was thinking, really, you want to stand here on a Saturday? And, well, jeez. what and a it's go- great to have you here, Pete. It's uh, 13 minutes remaining in the quarter, 13 and a half. The umpire's bounced it down. And uh, the Rucks go up at, hard at it. A champong in there again with Brennan. And Brennan's fierce at the ball and a massive tackle on a champong. And uh, the umpire says, give it to me. And he throws it up and we'll have another go. And we do again. Egan tries to get the tap down this occasion. Umpire says holding off the ball and it's a Sharks free kick. Now who will uh, claim it? We'll just see here. 
McLennan, it yep. looks like Fanta. Yep. And Fanta gets onto it, going in the McWilliams direction. He got a little nudge underneath by Hickey. Smart footy. Hogan there had to get rid of Garner. Hogan going for a run. Nearly got caught by Tilly Lucas Rod. Got rid of the ball close towards the boundary line. It will go over. And we'll have it thrown right in front of Richard Delpos and the Darabin Falcons coaching bench. 13-point lead to the Sharks over the Falcons. Here in our girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. We're back tomorrow, 1.30 at Plenty War Memorial Park for Diamond Creek and the Eastern Devils. Back in the play. Out the back door. Alerta just put boots a ball, looking for Garner, just went through her hands. Walsh could try and get onto this. She's coming out towards it. Brennan going with her. Had support coming in from the side. Gardner, hair pass out. Now trying to control the footy there, Walsh. Can she get the hand free? In fact, partly it was Belshaw. Got it to McWilliams. McWilliams leaving. Pulled down, got the kick. Oh, just almost got there, but it went through for a point first. And the Sharks moved to 5-8-38. The Falcons 3-6-24 for Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street, Heidelberg Heights. So the uh, Falcons now looking to bring the ball back into play. They'll probably be a bit, bit uh, shocked by this intensity by the Sharks. Good kick back in by the Falcons there. Cross on the Blessington Street side. Fierce uh, attack on the footy by Champong. And uh, the ball's gone out and we'll have a throw in. Call me old school, but if I was Shannon McFerrin at three-quarter time, I'd bring the huddle in front of the crowd here and just do an old-fashioned bit of rev up. <laughs> so we're back in play now. The umpire's thrown it back in terrific uh, sharking from, from the ruck by the Falcons to drive it forward, but it's been coming straight back in. And uh, Phoebe McWilliams has taken a, a super strong grab and she'll, uh, she'll be lining up from about 40 metres out. Just uh, on the Blessington Street side. Strong grab there by uh, McWilliams, uh, Pete. Well, she'll be kicking from directly in front. The breeze is ever so slight, but she will be kicking into it. But, jeez, uh, well, she'll be up and about if she kicks this. <laughs> the Sharks will be up and about. It was good work, though. It was good work to just push it back into the 50 there by the Sharks. And here she comes. She's got ball on the boot now, and it's looking great off the boot. Fantastic goal from McWilliams. She will be up and about. The Sharks are up and about They'll run now. To her. That's uh, taking the Sharks on to 6-8, leading the Falcons 3-6 at... Um how long we got? We've got uh, about 10 minutes left in the, this quarter. So 6-8 uh, to 3-6 is uh, a good a good return by the Sharks at this stage. I'm kind of kicking myself to the person I was speaking to uh, last week couldn't get the video streaming up and running because this would have been a heck of a game. It's good to be <laughs> here to see it, and it's great to have ah. you here on girlsplayfooty.com. Oh, we're enjoying it. Lisa Cato, her first time doing kick-by-kick calling with us as well, and uh, Matthew Cox joins us uh, tomorrow to call the game out of Plenty War Memorial Park. Ball up in the air again. Again, a champong won out the contest. Caught straight away, Davy by Hickey. But she got the hair pass out. She was strong. Got it to Webb. Webb trying to get it going. There was, um, there and there was Arnell. Popped out once again to Webb. Webb, hair pass high in the air. Davy went through. Dumped by Hickey, if you don't mind. In the middle goes Pierce. Pierce tries to work her way through. Ball stripped out of her hands, but it got picked off by Delpos. Delpos, hair pass out the side. Centering position. Now they're starting to get a run on here, the Falcons. Back to Pierce. Left boot kick up towards the half forward flank. Out the back door. Easy mark taken. Clifford. Out. Mia Clifford yeah. again. Mia Ray Clifford now goes up the line. Smart football. Just got away there of Jasmine Garner. And the ball took one bounce and went over the boundary line and out of bounds. Hickey that... pulled up pretty top, pretty sore in that contest too. Melissa Hickey took a while to get up there. Just keep an eye on her. 20 point lead. 6-8-44 to 3-6-24. That's, uh, well, terrific footy by the Sharks. But due was plenty of footy to go yet. The umpire's throwing the ball back in and the Sharks are attacking again. Phoebe McWilliams is... Uh, Right, pushed forward to a kick off the boot from Garner and taken a 
fantastic grab. The ball just died, and she's passed it off there. But uh, ah. good, good uh, idea to hope, but great uh, defence there by the Falcons to cut that off. And so the Falcons have relieved and kicked out, and the ball's gone out of bounds now on the Blessington Street side. Around near the 50-metre line, we'll have a throw-in. It was Cullinan's kick, and it was tapped away by Chapman, who knocked it over the boundary line and out of bounds. 50 metres out from the Sharks' goal, heading towards the Luna Park end of the ground. I think must be fresh in their minds. Last week, how they finished off Diamond Creek and they finished strong, which was the most important thing. Coming through is Davy. She was caught straight away by Del Poss. Going through and weaving the traffic there is, uh, looked like Primatelli. Vessio, what the heck is she doing in defence? That was the sign. Yeah. And then she moves it forward, trying to get Tyndall. Tyndall had it, lost it, got it back again. Uh, Mirai Clifford lurking nearby. Catterall watching on. Ball popped out, putting on the pressure is Vanderwall. The one with the name that sounds like the Oasis song. Just trying to lock it forward, but it's a pack situation. They're all jumping on. Gardner watching and will call for a ball up. Yeah, we mentioned it at half-time. If Vesio goes back, that's the sign from Richard Delpos that uh, we're kind of in trouble here. And, yeah, and, and he has pushed it back now. There's been a, a throw-up, but uh, the ball's gone pushed out on that outer side, just near the Darabin Falcons bench, and the umpire there will throw the ball back in with uh, seven and a half minutes to go in this quarter. So the ball's thrown back in. Astro O'Connor in the ruck there, and Sarah Hammond strong hands it off to Daisy Pierce, whose hand pass out to Hickey and running forward, driving it forward there for the Falcons into uh, their forward 50. Strong effort by Jane Lang, but equally strong by Mia Ray Clifford in defence, and uh, the Sharks have managed to clear it out of the 50. Race for the boundary line. It's uh, just going to be Tyndall over the line, and we'll have another throw in. Really good uh, entry there by the Falcons. Very quick um, use of the ball. So we'll throw it in 52 metres out for the Falcons' goal, heading down towards the Elwood or Barclay Street end of the ground. O'Connor, backhander, hurried little kick by Pierce, and it was the forward line. One, two, three, by to the Terry. Laura Bailey takes it. Bailey's having a great game in defence. Now gets on the right boot. Benici comes from the side against Holden. Knocked the ball out of her hands. Benici went and got it again. Put it on the left boot. Foot race on here on the centre wing position. Who's going to be first to get the raffle ticket? Benici chased up her own kick. Kicked it forward. Smart footy. Chapman versus Callanan now. Chapman, stop, prop, got it back on the ground. Hand pass away. Callanan busted through. Got it to Holden. Holden caught by Chapman wrapped up. Umpire calls for a ball up. The pressure's immense here at the Peanut Farm. Strong work there by Kellen, and I actually confused her for Hickey before. Really good run by her and fantastic defence. Have thrown it up and uh, O'Connor with a big tap in the ruck. She's uh, going to receive it now from Daisy Pierce and drive the, the Falcons into their 50, but... Um, into a contest. Jane Lang's taken possession but a ripper tackle there by Webb and uh, the ball's still anyone's to be won. It's like the Sharks uh, have taken possession and clearing it out now to the 50. Out to Penny Cooler-Reed who hands off to Webb. Very fierce at every contest. Hands off now to, to back to Pierce. No, the umpire's uh, paid a free kick for something and it's a Falcons free kick out there just near their bench. Looks like it's Hi. going to Hogan and she'll... Uh, drive him forward with a terrific kick um, into the f into another one of her teammates who's marked there, Melissa Hickey and uh, she'll drive them into their 50 now with a very good kick into Katie Brennan, terrific movement by Brennan just on the 50 metre line she's going to, she's taken the mark and she'll go back looking for her option, she's calling for someone to lead there's not a lot of movement in the Falcons yep, oh so she's played on and been tackled but she's got her hands off but there 
So the, it's uh, hard work. It's a terrific contest. She did play on, just lucky to get her hands off before she was tackled, and then there was a massive tackle, uh, massive pack there. Amy Catterall was just uh, tackled very hard, and she's uh, on the ground at the moment. Looks um, like she's yeah, on the ground pretty hard. Crunched by Brennan, who brought her down the ground and went thud. And so the trainers are out to her. Intense intense footy every contest the fact that Brennan couldn't find an option so she had to play on we've got um, four minutes 50 left in this quarter Pete and no doubt the clock might be stopped as well um, actually no it's still ticking well, depends there. if there's a, if they're calling yeah, the stretcher, stretcher. Yeah. But, um, or serious injury yeah doesn't look like they've called for time off at this stage so the pack uh, oh, players are just standing around at the moment while they're working with Catterall to get her up. She's still on the ground. And if you just joined us as well, six goals, eight. I have to do the math here because they're blocking the scoreboard. Six, eight, 44 to three, six, 24. A 20-point lead for Auto Clinic for Montgomery Street, Holderberg Heights. She's up. That's good. That is good. She'd be, she'd be a massive loss. She's a bit sore, but the umpire will throw the ball up in the air, and away we go again. O'Connor up in the contest, nearly knocked away from her hands. Picked off by Bruton, who got on the left boot. Cullen in the game after it. Vesia as well. Knocked out of her hands, got it back again. Vesia went with a little hand pass sideways to Cullinan. Hand pass over the head of O'Connor was a hot potato. Webb just kicks the ball off the ground, heading towards the wing position. Numbers back there for the Falcons, though. Still on centre wing. O'Connor centres it to Hammond. Hammond has to be held up in her mark there by Jasmine Garner. Looking to go inside 50s between centre wing and half forward flank. Put it in the air, McWeans, and Brennan went towards it. Brennan had it, then got knocked out of her hands. Ball hit the ground, though. Clean possession picked up by Arnell. Hurried little kick, and taking the mark. Guess who? Gee, that's strong by Amy Catterall after that knock. Fantastic relieving mark and kick out to the uh, to the club room's end. It uh, just, just bounced short for Chapman, but... Um, Balshaw took possession. Not and enough no, talk. Not enough talk there. Terrific uh, tackle by 59... Who I'm not it sure might, who might that be is. McDonald. McDonald, great tackle. But she's kicked inside 50, but um, just shanked it a bit. And Clifford's cut it off, but the ball's loose. Anyone's ball. Katie Brennan's bent down and picked it up. And fantastic uh, pressure by the Sharks, though. And uh, Jasmine Garner's managed to clear it out to the to the wing. And Benici's in pursuit. The ball she's just quick. beat her over the line and out of bounds here at... Um, the Peanut Farm, we've got uh, two two minutes 40 left in this intriguing third quarter. Well, you'd be thinking the, the message here for the Sharks is just stick wide, stick boundary line, because even if you kill the clock, it means they haven't kicked a goal for the quarter, and that's a big mental edge. Fantastic hit out there by O'Connor to space in that ruck contest, and, and Pierce has got it, but she's wrapped up, and she's managed to get the hands off to Arnell, who's driving forward and uh, kicking inside 50. The Sharks just dropping the mark there, and Jane Lang is free, and she's taken possession with a really good uh, kick inside, but no one. Egan's there. She couldn't take possession. Hands off back to Lang, who's chipped it to Arnell. Arnell's having a shot, but who's back there? Fantastic effort by Mia Clifford. Terrific uh, defence by the Sharks to hold up there. Mary Clifford looks to go towards the Blessington Street side of the ground. It's a long high kick trying to pack herself underneath. It is Tyndall going with her though is McLernan close towards the boundary line. Just chips it up the field about 20 metres and we'll have a throw in about 65 metres out from the Falcons goal. Nearing three quarter time. 20 point lead to the Sharks over the Falcons on girlsplayfooty.com Back on air tomorrow 1.30 for Diamond Creek and the Eastern Devils at Plenty War Memorial Park. Back into play. Basley tapped the ground going in there. Vanderwall trying to go in there, McLernan, she's fighting and scrapping Hickey's in there as well, she's trying to drag it out, umpire blows the whistle says let's have a ball up, 55 metres out from the Falcons goal 
So the umpire's put the ball up again, and O'Connor's up high. No one can, no rucks can win it out to advantage, but spills out to the Falcon side. Narnell's appealing for a free kick for being held, and she's paid that. The umpire's paid that, but he's caught. She's played on, so she has played on now. She has to play on. Kick it quickly inside 50, and a fantastic grab by Jane Lang. Under pressure there from Laura Bailey, but took that grab. That was a bit costly there by the Sharks. Well done by Arnell. She was called to play on, and she did manage to get that kick away. So um, Jane Lang will have a shot for goal. She is on a bit of a tight angle. Ever so important for the Falcons. Ever so important during three-quarter time. Very important with uh, 44 seconds left on the clock for this quarter. So... Lang, of course, won't know that. She goes back. She's taken her time. Now she's coming in, walking in slowly, concentrating super hard. The Sharks will have to be close on the line. She's come in and looks great off the boot. Looks like a goal, and it was. it is a goal. Terrific no, no, goal. no, no. Point. Well, they were celebrating there, the, the uh, Falcons. To so the take old. that back. It's not a goal, which is lucky for the Sharks. 16 seconds left in the quarter, so be interesting. Can they can they hold it up, the Sharks, or uh, can the Falcons turn it over quickly? I'd say this is a little chip to oneself and go up the line, but they go short to the pocket, and uh, taking the mark there is Mia Ray Clifford. And there's the siren for three-quarter time. What a quarter from the Sharks into the slight breeze, and uh, they will go into three-quarter time with a 19-point advantage. Advantage. Six goals, eight, 44, to three goals, seven, 25. That was a big quarter. That was a massive quarter. And that, that miss, which I thought it was a goal, that miss by Lang there just um, could be just a bit costly for the uh, for the Falcons. That was a massive, massive yeah, quarter. If she kicked it, it would have been essentially the last play before three-quarter time. It would have been for them a morale-boosting lift to say, OK, we're now under three kicks, we're in the contest. Now they're going to look at the scoreboard and go, hmm, we need four kicks to hit the front in the final term. A Falcon side, I've seen them do four kicks in ten minutes, but against the St Kilda side with the with the um, with the heads up, wowee, wowee! Look, a St Kilda side with their heads up and at home. Yes, you know, I think that they've got the belief. We've seen that they can match it with the Falcons now for three quarters, and as you say, the Sharks take a nineteen point uh, lead into the last. So they've got the belief. I guess, can they maintain that intensity and that focus for the next 25 minutes? Can the Falcons, you know, strike back? As you say, you've seen them kick four goals in 10 minutes. But that intensity by St Kilda, that's, um, it's, it's terrific to see. And as you said, the most important thing is, as they go into the lines and just before we hit the break, is that even if, uh, and the breeze, which I talked about earlier, has died down to virtually nothing now. It's virtually no breeze really to speak of. The Sharks are going to the end that the club rooms are at. So if the supporters start getting loud, and I think Karen Roth might be just nudging a few people, just going, start getting loud. If the supporters start getting loud in the final quarter when they're pushing forward, that's going to be a big morale booster, and that's going to make it very, very tough for the Falcons. It will. It will, absolutely. We're at, you know, at the Sharks' home ground with the support here. It, um, gee, the first few minutes of that last quarter are going to be a ripper, Pete. I can't wait. They're going to be nervous. The Falcons need the goal to take the sting out of things, whereas the Sharks, well, if they can get a goal or just kill the clock, it's all in their favour. We'll take this break at three-quarter time at girlsbayfooty.com. It is the Sharks, 6-8-44, leading the Falcons, 3-7-25. If your car's not performing at its best, drop into Auto Clinic. Auto Clinic Heidelberg has been your local mechanic for over 25 years, with a great reputation for superior customer care and quality car servicing. 
pre-purchased inspections, routine servicing, brake and clutch replacements, auto electrical, all that and more. Covered by an accredited VACC member. Auto Clinic, for Montgomery Street, Heidelberg Heights. Call 9459 6952. Proud sponsors of the Darabin Falcons. Here, g'day, love. I'm here about the car. Hi, um, are they with you? Yeah, a few boys wanted to come over in case you join. I mean, look at the car. <laughs> oh, I need to sell my car fast. Need to sell your car fast? At sellmycar.com.au, we will buy your car. Cash for your car, fast. Supply. See sellmycar.com.au. I usually wear white. And I prefer black. But lately, we've been getting into orange. When you're wearing SES orange, you know you're making a difference. And you're learning great new skills. You'd be surprised how good you'll feel in orange. The Victoria State Emergency Service is recruiting volunteers now for a broad range of roles. Visit ses.vic.gov.au or call 1300 842 737 and find out if orange is right for you. Authorised by Victoria State Emergency Service Melbourne. Spoken by Emery's and A. Smallwood. Hi, this is Craig Lowndes for RAD. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Get behind the wheel of a V8, or any car for that matter, and it's all about being in control. Get behind the wheel after you had a few drinks and you risk losing that control. You're much more likely to cause a crash or even kill someone. So before you drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink or pull your money together to share a taxi. The life you save might be your own. Hi, I'm here to talk about the Reading Writing Hotline. It's a service that helps adults who can't read and write as well as they'd like to. The number is 1300 6 Give them a call if you know somebody who needs help with reading and writing. It's never too late to learn, and it's easier than you'd think. 1300 6 The Reading Writing Hotline. 1300 6 Live across the web, this is the com match of the day. And welcome back to the Peanut Farm Reserve. Darabin being held in their huddle for a very long time. The Sharks uh, break their huddle early. If you've just joined us, where the heck were you? It's three-quarter time, and it's 6.844. The Sharks, the Falcons, 3.725. Who's leading? <laughs> the, I'll just say that again. Karen Ralph, the president of the Sharks. St Kilda Sharks leading by 19 points. Yes, yeah, look, four four straight kicks in it. So I guess the thing is Darabin can score very quickly. They've got a... And we were mentioning that know, earlier, yeah. Multiple, yeah. multiple goal kickers and avenues to goal. So, um, you know, first goal, very important. First stoppage in the middle, very important. Considering how big this game is, considering the implications of the next two games we're covering on girlsplayfooty.com, we're covering tomorrow Devils and Diamond Creek. If Devils win mm. that, they're amongst the mix. If the Devils lose that, then all of a sudden the Sharks are up looking for second spots. We're so. underway here at the peanut farm. The uh, umpires bounced it. O'Connor's in the ruck. The Falcons actually with the first kick out of the middle go forward. And a great grab there by one of the Falcons forwards who hands off. McDonald. McDonald again. She's handed off to O'Connor. And O'Connor's straight on the boot into the 50 with a long kick. Arnell Nelly with the mark at the back there. And the Falcons have uh, been paid a free kick. The umpire's paid a free kick for hanging on. And uh, Arnell, is it? She's going to have a shot for goal. She's on the Blessington Street side of the ground on a, on a fairly tight angle. But she's only 15 metres out. Known goal kicker. She liked it straight off the boot. 
Great start by the Falcons, and that is exactly what they needed to take them to 4 7 31. And uh, the Sharks, 6 8 44, now leading 4 7 31. So, terrific goal to the Falcons inside the first one minute of the game at uh, in the last quarter here at the Peanut Farm. Well, that the, was, crowd's st- the crowd's gone silent. Yeah, that was the one. We said if they kick one early, it takes the crowd out of it, and that means the Sharks, well, they need to get one back just to uh, gain ascendancy. They lead by 13 points. Umpire with the ball back in the middle of the ground. A Champon versus O'Connor in this contest. There's the bounce. Waiting for it. A Champon tapped it back. Was looking for McQueen's. Picked off there by Pierce, who got it to O'Connor. They're fast out of the centre again. Long and towards the forward line. Oh, went through the hands. Out the back there was Arnell, and she's dribbled it through. No, it's just fallen short, and they'll concede a point. Oh. Experience in the middle there with uh, Daisy and uh, Asta getting their hands on the ball. Vanderwall was in the hot spot. She tried to pull it down before she had it. Just about had it, but lucky, lucky for the Sharks there that uh, they got away with it. And uh, they've kicked back in straight up the centre to a champong, but she couldn't hold the mark there, and the Falcons are pushing hard to get back inside 50. Hammond's got it. She's dragged to the ground, but she gets her hands off. And uh, Webb's in there for the Sharks. No one can break out with the ball at this stage. There's 20 players just around the ball. The umpire's called for a bounce. Massive pressure there, right on, just inside 50 for the Sharks. He'll throw it up. And that's what we do. Half forward flank. A Champong versus O'Connor. A Champong won it. Trying to go in there as well. Champong went and chased up her own ball. Benici's got to get hurried with an awkward-looking left boot kick. Goes up the line. Walsh had it, dropped it. Has to try and go back in again. Try to shovel it out. Benici ducked their head. In goes Callanan with her. She's on the ground with the umpire. Pinner comes in, says no prior opportunity. So right near our broadcast position, we are going to have a ball up. It's an even two kicks the difference. 6-8 to 4-8. Sharks leading the Falcons. O'Connor won it. Brought it to ground. Waiting there is Holden. Oh, she had ducked the tackle. Dropped it. Got back again. Bruton going in with her. Holden holding it up. And the umpire comes in and says, I'll call for another ball up on centre wing. Lucky Holden there. She was lucky she wasn't pinged. O'Connor in the ruck. Big uh, jump and tap. But Benici sharked it. And uh, looking to switch back onto a right foot, which she does, to McWilliams on the wing. McWilliams can't hold it, though. Great pressure by the shark, uh, the Falcons and Hogan pushes it forward but it's uh, intercepted by Davey and over the line for a throw in. Just need a bit of composure here the Sharks just a bit of position. So throw in by the boundary umpire Champong and O'Connor's up high in the ruck Daisy Pierce grabs the ball but fiercely tackled by uh, Davey and who takes possession and pushes through super strong and gets her hands off to Benici who kicks inside 50 for the Sharks, but... Um, oh, he's paid the mark. That was a very, very quick call by the umpire there. A good good defensive effort by the Falcons, nevertheless, and they're, uh, they will clear. And Bibby tries to go up the line with the kick. Vessio takes the mark in front of Benici. Vessio decides to go in the centre of the ground. Hickey is calling for it, has to wait for it as it sits. Hickey from the side, too strong against Bruton, had the height on her. And Hickey looks to go up the line, kicks with the ball, and just coming through there as Haitley punched it. And now coming up the line again, the Sharks looking for Benici, come up by the second half specialist in O'Day, and O'Day kicks around the corner, working towards Privatelli, Privatelli, defensive side of centre wing, going to Delpos Delpos takes the mark, Jess Delpos coming to Hammond, one bounce, under pressure, Davy coming after her, did a little scoop throw, now shrugged it off and Hammond got it back again, kicked inside the forward 50, foot race on here at the moment Vanderwall coming out towards it and she meets it and sends it over the boundary line and out of bounds, 
10 metres around from the right-hand point post. Falcons attacking, Sharks by 12 points. Just found a bit of space there, the Falcons, too, the way they moved that ball out, out on that wing. And their gun players, their stars, are standing up when it really matters most. Looks like they may have put Phoebe onto, onto Astra at the moment, so a good, good one-on-one contest there. So it's straight back in by the uh, boundary umpire, and the Rucks are going hard at it. No one can break free at this stage. It was Sharks <coughs> taking possession, but... They're all locked up. I think that's Webb down there, and she's uh, has tackled hard into the ground there by Jane Lang and gets up and handing over the ball. Brianna Davies there as well, and the umpire's thrown it back up. Astro Connor and a champong. Brennan's in the ruck there, trying to break free, taking possession with the Falcons, but uh, no one can get a clear possession and another ball up by the umpire down there. This is the challenge right here, right now. Can they stand up to it, the Sharks? That's the question. As uh, Trying to come through there, Tilly Lucas-Rod. Try and move it up the line a few metres. That's in there. Did she get one in the back against her opponent? No. Uh, and it's out, the, the, out of bounds, yeah. so it's OK. So we'll have it thrown in. And it looks like uh, Brennan's going to go up against a champong. Interesting decision. Ball went over the back of them. Good thrown by the boundary umpire. Out the back. Here comes Davey, who tries to bury her way through. Hand pass off to Bruton, weaving through traffic. Kicks it into the player standing still there. Brennan goes back in to try and get it again. Players balled over. Going in there as Davey picks it up. Shrugs off Delpos. Davey got on the right. Long clearing kick. Mel Hickey again. Standing tall in the back line, Mel Hickey. Or in the centre <coughs> of the stage. Kicks across and, and spots up O'Connor, who will drive them deep inside 50. O'Connor gets on the right and launches it. Massive kick, 50 metres plus, right into the hot spot. No one can take the mark. Ball spills out the back there. A shark takes possession, but um, she's all wrapped up, and it's a ball up. Sarah Hammond there lurking. She'll be just desperate for the hands off in the contest. Umpire throws the ball up, and it's it's another contest right on the goal line. The Sharks will be trying to push it through. Of course, the Falcons trying to shark it just to snap that goal. If the Sharks get it, it'll be difficult to get it out. Uh, just trying to take it there as Lang. She's all wrapped up, Lang, just buried into the ground. The umpire comes in, calls for another ball up right in the goal square. It's pressure pack football. Two-goal lead to the Sharks over the Falcons. Ball up in the air again. Brennan tried to bring it to ground. Arnell there as well, and it's just shuffled through for a, a minus score. So it's now 11 points the difference. 6-8-44 to 4-9-33. Sharks leading the Falcons here at the Peanut Farm with Kula Reed kicking it back in. Good kick out by Kula Reed. Uh, gets a fair bit of distance on that ball, and it's gone out and actually not touched by the Sharks, and so it's a free kick to the Falcons, who will, who will look to drive it straight back in where it came from. So the Falcons, a, a good kick by the Falcons, but uh, intercepted by Brianna Davey. Terrific mark there. Think about your player of the day as well. They'll get the $50 Rebel Sport voucher. Quite a few names to choose from today as the kick is long <laughs> and high towards the pack. Fazio and flying over the top of Benici. Trying to lay on the pressure there was uh, was Pierce. Ball on the ground, fighting in hard there. Jess Gardner, she can't extract it. The umpire has no choice but the call for a ball up on centre wing. I think Bree Davey and uh, Astra at the moment will be leading the, the uh, best player awards for their teams. And Big fly by O'Connor and it's uh, sharked out of the ruck by the Falcons <laughs> who kick it forward. Lots of pressure there. It's another contest, another stoppage over there um, on the boundary side. Near just uh, Luna Park in the Falcons attacking 50. The umpire will throw it up. Davies in the ruck and it's sharked by Hammond who's taken it out of the out of the ruck. Advantage paid. Kicked a super goal, a super goal on the right foot by the wily veteran Sarah Hammond. That's a ripper goal by the Falcons. Gee, that's two in a row now to the Falcons at um, what 
we're at the 16 minute mark or 16 sorry, to go 16 to go in the last fantastic start by the Falcons well they've put on three goals uh, two goals I mean they've dragged themselves back into it it's 6-8 to 5-9-39 and uh, well nothing in at five points and that's uh, by the Falcons just what they would have wanted and they've delivered it looks like the Sharks might be one down on the bench too not uh, really sure what's going on over there but one, one girl in the arms of the trainers over there could be Amy Catterall as we wait with the umpire back in the middle of the ground bounces the ball we're away again and there's the punch Hickey tried to get it going just bobbling around Davey Bruton, Bruton hanging on to it. She should probably try and hand pass out. She can't. The umpire's going to call for a ball up. Throw it up in the air again. Once again, O'Connor put it down the throw to Hickey. Hickey shrugged him off, put on the left boot, went long towards the Brennan direction. Punch from behind was spoiled by Webb. Ball on the ground. Del Pass went through. Lane got it out to Brennan. Brennan goes for the shot on goal. Foot race on. Bouncing. And it's through for a point. And 5-10 trails 6-8. Four-point lead to the Sharks. Penicula Reed to bring the ball back into play. Gee, they've had all the play in these last five, ten, five or so minutes. The Falcons have just dominated. So Penny's kicking it out. <coughs> not that it's easy, though. It's not easy by any means. Penny Cooler Reed's kicked it out, and it's gone off hands and uh, over for a throw-in over on the Blessington Street side, about 50 metres uh, from the Falcons' goal. What a pressure-packed game this is as we wait for it to come back in again as O'Connor brought it to ground. Picking up there, Tilly Lucas Rod tried to kick it away into the shins there of it does, Callanan. It does look like it's Amy Catterall that's down on the bench over there. Not sure what's what's actually happened, but obviously the Sharks are one down and they've lost uh, an experienced head in the back line too. Certainly doesn't look good. Let's hope she's okay there for um, everyone listening at home. Amy Catterall's played a super game today. The umpire's throwing it back in there, and uh, it's Shark by Benici out of the ruck, and, and Great quick mark. kick forward. Amanda Walsh, terrific mark. She's uh, getting... Fan- fantastic player, player mouse. He uses her body, does those 1%, as blocks for her forwards. It's exceptional. On the move, she's kicked it forward, <coughs> just um, just to the edge of the centre square. The Shark's attacking to the, to the uh, Elwood's end of the ground. Fantastic tackle by Garner, who's turned it over, put, forced the ball out and it's now in deep inside the 50. Mo Hope leads in the race for it but um, the Falcons defence is strong down there and the ball's locked up. It's not coming out. The umpire's letting it go. He's letting it go but uh, nothing doing there for the either side. Sharks just need to hold it up here get some composure, maybe score a goal from this inside forward 50. Ball up in the air and it was uh, tapped by O'Connor, sent back inside the 50 no advantage so taken by O'Day who kicked it high in the air and marking us it is Tilly Lucas Rod and she decides to bring it back into Bruton Bruton is about 75 out from home, needs an option, needs something here comes McWilliams, will she go in that direction, she's taking a while she she decides to work it wide, Mark taken and the 25. It could and it is. Bailey's uh, been pushed over after she, by O'Connor after she's taken the grab unnecessarily, and the umpire has pinged it, paid it straight away. Twenty-five brought up, brought her pretty much as well. Twenty you out. Didn't say a certain goal, but no, yeah, twenty out not, on an angle. On an angle, forty-five degree angle, twenty to twenty-five metres out from goal. Big kick coming up. Currently four points the difference. This could make it ten. 
In she comes. How does it look? Goal umpire's working. It's away to the right. It's a Cross minus score. Six nine to five ten. Five point lead to the Sharks. How long do we have to go in this uh, final turn for sellmycar.com.au? So we've got about 12 and a half to go now. Falcons are uh, kicking out. And a uh, good kick out there. Spots up Nicole Callanan, who takes a good grab in the forward, in the back pocket there. She's looking for her options, directing <coughs> traffic. Umpire's quarter to play on. on good pressure there by Jess Garner. Fantastic pressure, so forces her to hand off. Puts Melissa Hickey under all sorts of pressure. But um, great defensive effort by the Falcons. They're able to just get the relieving kick out to Sarah Hammond, who turns on the right foot straight away. But she's turned it over to Bree Davey, who's fallen over at the crucial time. And the umpire's called for a bounce. Um, she may have hurt herself. No push in the back and no holding the ball. Was Daisy Pierce also in the contest? And Davey is very slow there to get up, Pete. Well... I think, Daisy just uh, checks on her, which is a sign of a true professional, uh, I think. I hope she didn't twist anything as she went down because <coughs> she was kind of slipping over as she hit the ground. And we just she's just getting up a bit ginger at the moment, Brianna Davy. Five points the difference, as we said. 6-9 leads 5-10. That's 45-40, to 40, the lead to the Sharks. And, yeah, I think it's an ankle that she might have rolled there, Brianna Davy. That's a big loss coming off the ground. That's a massive loss. That's, so ball back into play. Umpire's thrown it up, and Daisy Pierce has um, instantly taken it out of the out of the ruck and the good clearance by the Falcons. But Pierce just failed to hit her target. She's recovered though, and, and uh, spots up Brennan with a terrific pass on the left. And Katie Brennan now driving deep inside 50. Fabulous kick. Great hands there. Great Fantastic. Hands. Yeah, terrific grab by Lauren Arnell. Super delivery by Katie Brennan, <coughs> and uh, just spotted up Arnell who just got free and. and Great grab by Arnell. She's lining up now. No, she's... Uh, uh, sloppy, sloppy. Poor, poor defence there by the Sharks. They uh, allowed Nicole Callanan to just get free. Good work by Callanan. And uh, just that split second, Arnell saw her, spotted her up with a perfect pass and hit her, and she's going to have a shot for goal from about 12 metres out on an angle. In she comes. Straight through the middle. <coughs> Fantastic kick by the Falcons. And that takes them to 6-10. And uh, they've hit the lead. They're leading now by a point. 6-10-46 that will be. And they lead the, the Sharks by a point. 6-9-45 with uh, under 10 minutes to go here at the Peanut Farm. They've got the lead back, Pete. And, Karen, you can see how big that was. They're trying to warm up uh, David to go off the ground. Because she was watching Pierce so close, Pierce, without the opponent there in that play, got two possessions, and that was the whole drive forward. Yeah, and then, like, her delivery on the left foot was exceptional to, to Katie Brown. They just read each other so well. Ball back in the middle of the ground. One-point lead to Darabin over the St Kilda Sharks. Can the Falcons hold on now, or can the Sharks come behind from behind with their home crowd with them but it's taken out there by Hammond Hammond now puts it out towards the half forward flank position ball bobbling around awkwardly picked off by Brennan Brennan spins around puts it on the right boot in towards the forward line over the head of Lang ball went out the back door at the top of the goal square Vanderwall there a few crash the pack it's all locked up the umpire will have no choice but to call for a ball up strong effort by Vanderwall there under enormous pressure great tap in the middle there by Asta 
So 6-10 play 6-9. One point the difference for sellmycar.com.au. Ball be thrown up in the air again. Nick Williams went up in the rack. Oh, Lane trying to get a hurry little snap out. Tries to go for a second attempt at it. And it's con- is it considered a for a point? High tackle, I believe. Uh, high tackle, free kick. <laughs> looks going. like Ray Davies ready to come back on too. And that's great science as it looks like. No, it's no, a ball no. up. What? Okay. okay. That surprised me. And a uh, ball up taken away by McWilliams. Her kick was smothered. Still close towards the boundary line. It will go out now. Enormous pressure down there. Every contest. It's right next to the uh, point post in the Falcons fifth in the Falcons goal square, or near next to the Falcons goal square. The umpire brings the ball back into play. Looks like McWilliams is in the ruck. Falcons have got a quick kick away, a hurried kick, and a snap there on the left, but it's just a point. I think it was Brennan on the left, and uh, it's a point. So now, how can the Sharks move the ball cleanly? Cooler Reed looking at her options now to kick out. Oh, the no. for running over the mar- over the line when she's kicked out. It'll be a ball up. A uh, very costly kick out there by the Sharks. Let's hope it's not too costly and we can uh, just get it back out. Yeah, the Sharks will be looking to knock it straight over and reset and have another go. The Falcons obviously want a goal. It's uh, thrown up again and fierce pressure, but... but uh, the Sharks have managed to clear it out slightly, but the Falcons have taken possession, kicking back in towards the goal, and a out mark the there to Vanderwall. It was on the full anyway, so the kick out from fullback's <laughs> got to be good. Uh, nudged underneath the ball, free kick, says the umpire. Billy and Lucas Rod will take the uh, resultant free kick there for Nudge the was generous shot. there, Peter. Yep. <laughs> it was more like, a, more like a shove, maybe? Yeah. On the Blessington Street side, Lucas Rod <coughs> driving the Sharks forward, and... Uh, not Brit. the best kick, but Benici over there is fighting hard for the ball. It's uh, another fierce contest, and it's all locked up. The umpire said, give it to me, and we'll have a, a uh, throw-up with 6.50 left on the clock. What a tense finish this is. It is still that uh, two-point lead, 6.11 to 6.9 to the Falcons. And uh, the ball is up in the air. Now down. Oliver was lurking nearby. McWilliams watches on. We're going to call for another ball up. No one inside the forward 50 for the St Kilda Sharks. Mo Hope has come a, a, a bit up the uh, ground to about 75 out. And there's a kick now going in the Walsh direction versus uh, Hickey. Came off hands out the back. Taken, though, by Bibby. Bibby kicks towards centre half forward. Mark going to be taken. No, it can't. Holden couldn't hang on to it. Hurry little kick around the corner. Walsh is there. Got it. Got to weave through traffic. Hand pass. Has she got any runners on? There's really not much working for her. O'Day coming out afterwards. Tries to bump her opponent off the footy, but it sticks. Kicks it around the corner on the right boot. Going up in the Mo Hope direction. Just got it past her. Primatelli under pressure. Primatelli tries to slap it forward. Hope picks it up. Kicks it on the right boot in the forward line. Nobody home for the Sharks. And it's going to be a raffle. It's Hogan back there that wants it. Her kick is high. Dangerously close towards the boundary line. Vesio just in by a centimetre. Too many numbers back there. I think the Sharks are trying to play a high forward line, but that's obviously the risk. You know, no one, no one no back one there when it comes forward. in. Yeah. Fessio now on the right. Big long kick to a pack down here on the wing in a great contest by Clifford along with Daisy <coughs> Pierce and the ball's locked up. Fantastic uh, intensity by Benici and also by the Falcons' Jane Lang at the great contest. The umpire throws it back up and o- O'Connor's there in the ruck and terrific knock straight to Pierce who kicks... Uh, into close to the 50 for the for the Falcons. Hammond's there hard at it. Gets the hands away. Lots of pressure. Throw. The umpire's paid a throw. And uh, not, the, not the actual controlling umpire of the contest. The other umpire who was further off who could see it was a throw. And so the Sharks will uh, relieve from that uh, 
pressure area that they were in in the Falcons 50. So we've got under five minutes remaining in this match. Two-point lead. Here's the kick out towards Mick Williams. Flying punch from behind by Vasio. Emma Oliver close towards the boundary line. Sees it over. 6-11 play, 6-9. Falcons lead by two points. Five minutes remaining in this contest. It's a ripper here on girlsplayfooty.com for sellmycar.com.au. Back in the play. Punching it forward. It was O'Connor. Just weaving around. Kulari got through traffic. Kicked it up the line. Mark got to be taken. Just away there. Couldn't get onto it was Garner over the boundary line and out of bounds right in front of our broadcast position don't forget we're back on air tomorrow 1.30 for Diamond Creek and Eastern Devils we've got four minutes remaining two point lead to the Falcons crucial time in the game that boundary umpire throws it back in Brianna Davey she's been taken high from that ruck contest fantastic of ferocity very big play and she's going to drive the Sharks inside 50 now massive play Holding on, played a free kick, oh, holding, against, holding on to Mo Hope, and she will go back now and have a shot for goal. She's massive about 20 kick. metres out. I'm not sure I can have this microphone on me if she scores this goal. I can tell you that. that is if a you need to throw it down and walk to... away, <laughs> have a scotch, I don't know. Brianna Davey, enormous. She went off with that ankle, come back on, run. Her strength, just amazing. Moana Hope running in now, having a shot for goal. It looks great off the boot. It's going to the left. Oh. A bit drifting, drifting. She just pushed it to the left. She's pushed some of her shots to the right, some to the left. So one behind there takes the uh, Sharks up to 6-10, down by a point. So the Falcons kick it out, and uh, it's a great kick out too. They uh, they spot up Tyndall on the 50-metre line. Three minutes remaining in the game. One-point lead to the Falcons. Tyndall looking up the line. Now gets on the right. The CO versus Bruton in the contest. Bruton brought it to ground. O'Day with it. O'Day steps over the boundary line. And we're going to see a throw-in right in front of our broadcast position. Two minutes, 55 seconds remaining in the match. And it's the Falcons by a point. What a contest you're listening to on girlsplayfooty.com. Glad you came, Pete. Yes, indeed. Thanks for the invite. A Champong versus O'Connor. Two minutes, 45 seconds remaining. Ball back in the play. O'Connor out the back. Xavier uh, couldn't pick it up. Hammer tried to lay on the tackle. A Champong knocked out of her hands. She now has to go back in and try and pull it in. Umpire calls for a ball up. Two minutes, 30 seconds remaining. And it's still the Falcons by a point. What a ripper game. Boundary uh, umpire throws it up now. Who's, the Sharks have taken possession. Garner, she's been taken high and she'll take the free kick. She's on the wing. We've got two minutes 14 to go. The Sharks must score a goal to win the game. Garner it's kicks the on air. the left. No one can take the grab though. Davies hard at it. No one can take possession. It looks like it's going to be another ball up. No one can break free there. The umpire's called for it. We're under two minutes to go. 1.55 left in this ripper game. One minute, 50 second remaining in the game. The ball is up in the air. Champong versus O'Connor. A Champong won it. Holden got the hand pass out. Brennan coming through. Still holding on to it. Brennan got her on the left around the corner. Out towards center wing. Mark taken. Mia Ray Clifford. So Clifford has got it with about a minute 30 remaining in the game. She has to go up the line. She gets on the right boot. Who's going to take a mark? Through Brennan's hands. Hickey was there. Knocked out of hers. Hickey got it back again. Hand pass under pressure. Carnan caught. It's all of a sudden it stacks on the middle. They're going to call for a ball up and that's what we'll have. Another ball up here on girlsplayfooty.com. One minute 15 seconds remaining. Falcons by a point. The post showed it up. It's anyone's game now. McWilliams has kicks smothered off the boot. No day gets a 
gets a clearing kick for the Falcons where Lang has, has marked and she's pushed it on. The Falcons now attacking inside 50. It's going to be hard for the Sharks. Penny Cooler reads over the ball, trying to knock it out. She does now. She knocks it out to Belshaw. But it looks like it's going to be all tied up again. The umpire's letting it go. It's all tied up. It's going to be a throw-up. We've got... Um, 46 seconds to go. The umpire is throwing it up. It's close to the Falcons 50. It's sharked in the ruck by Sarah Hammond, but her kick is smothered. Just an indication of the day's play. The ball's freed out here to Bruton, who's attacking for the Sharks. Pushing forward. Hogan's there. Strong at the contest, and the ball's gone out of bounds. 27 seconds remaining. It's all the boundary umpire to get it back in fast enough. 23 seconds remaining in the game. Down to 20 seconds. Still waiting for the throw-in. Down to 18 seconds. Ball thrown back in. This is the last roll of the dice. Coming in McWilliams' front posse. Hogan in there as well, hatching on it Brad Davey trying to get it out, O'Day over the top, Pierce in there, trying to go again is Hogan, McLaren fighting for it, Hogan between that'll the legs be the that'll back. be it what a fantastic game of women's football what a ripper Pete, have you seen a better game than that what a contest it's an unbelievable heartbreak for the Sharks and the Falcons just like a game of Monopoly, they've rolled the six, they've got the jet get out of jail card. Don't be disappointed, Sharks. That effort was just enormous. They should be very proud of that. They'll be disappointed, but what an effort. And what a fantastic last quarter from the Falcons. Uh, it was unbelievable, the, the the intensity there. You could just feel that the Falcons are given their all. They spent the petrol tickets that were hanging on. The Sharks were just looking for the clearing kick that they could not find. And uh, in the end, the siren sounds 50 metres away from the Sharks' goal. One point win, 6-11-47, the Falcons for 6-10-46 to the Sharks. Oh boy, what a game of football. And I, and dare I say predicting things, but we said about the opening few minutes of the final quarter. A bit like the Sharks, the opening few minutes of the third quarter, the opening few minutes of the final quarter, that's when Darabin put on their couple of goals and got the chocolates. Look, I, I think the Sharks coaching staff would have been happy to get within six goals today and they've got within a point. That's an enormous effort and they'll take a lot of con, uh, you know, confidence out of that. But the Falcons in that last quarter, when it had to be won, their leaders stood up. And that's the thing. I think Astro kind of got her hands on the ball a number of times. Daisy, some you know, some really important inside 50. So, look, it's one of those things when you get that close, you you know, you've got that belief that you can win and unfortunately just couldn't get over the line. So, uh, An enormous effort, though. It was a ripper game by both teams. Uh, and I guess one thing as well that you, that you can point out if you're Shannon McFerrin with Catterall, uh, she was down during that final quarter yeah. as well. You can probably say we may have lost by one point, but one point with one player down. And Davey was off there for a while yeah. with that injury. And exactly. She had another knock um, over here as well. And it was the goal that got the lead as well. It was just unfortunate luck. What could you say? There was nothing she could do. It doesn't matter if it was Davey or anybody coming off the ground. One down who was watching Pierce. Pierce got the possessions to Brennan. Got it on. That's the game. What a ripper game of footy. That's just. I'm glad we invited you down. I'm glad you came and we're able to be here to call it. Hopefully the listeners have uh, loved it because it was just... A super game of footy. Gee whiz, the final series is going to be a cracker. Well, as I said, it's, it'll be interesting tomorrow when we watch the Devils and um, the Kriegers. Will the Kriegers come back or will the Devils put them to the sword? And if the Devils put them to the sword, 1v2 next week up against the Falcons who've had a bit of a scare. Geez, that'll be a game and a half out at Mulgrave. Yeah. A lot of emotion in this game today. Also, you know, playing for one of their players that had a loss during the week. So... 
Yeah, it's um, you can see a few tears and he- heads down, but the head should be hold high because you've got to remember what was it? Three to four weeks ago, they got done by seventy points. They've been done today by a point, and they still have another crack at them before mm. we get to the finals. Fantastic! It thank you very much for having me today. I might pop in to uh, to spend some time with the girls. No worries, Karen. Thanks. We'll let you go. But thank, thank you. you very much for joining us at GirlsPlayFooty.com on special comments there, Karen Ralph. The Falcons singing their song. Let's see if we can pick it up out in the ground. Is the uh, Falcons theme song being sung out there on the uh, on the middle of the peanut farm over where they have got the ju- get out of jail card and they've nicked it by 1.61147 to 610.46 an incredible game of uh, women's Aussie rules footy here and uh, I, I guess the message from Richard Delpos again will be to the girls you saw it against Melbourne Uni um in round two when we got done. You saw the Creekers give us a, uh, a fright. If we're off our game by just one little bit, there is now two to three sides just sitting there waiting to knock them off. No doubt. No doubt, which is fantastic for the competition. And the Falcons will work on that. Their younger players will keep stepping up. They'll benefit from this experience. They'll see the way their leaders go about it, you know. And on the other side of the ledger, the Sharks, they'll be they'll be pretty disappointed. But having said that, they... they hopefully will take away the belief they can match it with the best side in the competition and you know they took that lead into three quarter time they can beat the best side in the competition they couldn't do it today full credit to the Falcons Ripper but they should take a lot of confidence out of that you could see some interesting moves made by Richard Delpos during that final quarter when for example um, there's as we said in the third quarter, he put Versio down back. But when he moved Mel Hickey onto the ball, I think it was a sense of we need somebody, we need something, we need something. Absolutely, and the game had to be won. You know, they they went into the last quarter. What nineteen points down was it? Yeah, uh, twenty points down at at uh, at th- three quarter time. And so the game was theirs. To, you know, they had to attack and make those moves to win the game. And they went for a broke as well. All, virtually all their scoring came in the first ten to twelve minutes of the quarter. And then from there on then, it was just hold on tight. and Which they did terrifically well. And we saw a lot of stoppages around the ground. You know, some great play by both teams. But And and the Sharks certainly had their chances, but, yeah. but couldn't kick that goal that they needed. And then and the Falcons were just able to find a way. You've got to feel as well for Moana Hope, who... Um, <laughs> You've got to say that the exhibition game and now today, the crucial kick that just didn't go through. I mean, going through her mind, it's not her fault. It's a team game and, you know, there are other opportunities that missed. But when you're having one of those final shots on goal, it's the one that sticks in the brain. Of course. Look, of course, you know, that's always the way. But when you look at her return, and she did miss a few today. She missed a couple that Mm. she probably would have kicked. So I wouldn't be surprised to see her out there, you know, having 100 shots at goal. But... um, you know, the, the other options in the forward 50 as well, the, you know, they've got to stand up, obviously, because we had Mo Hope today kicking four, mm. and um, only two other goal kickers, whereas the Falcons had four goal kickers. Well, so only one more, I guess, than 
than uh, than the Sharks, but those other avenues yeah, yeah. to goal as you, well. You only got a goal each from Brennan and Basio, who kicked over five each yeah. last week. Yeah. So um, it shows that they can, if the, if others aren't working, others can step up. That's right. And I guess for the Sharks, it's about having that spread of goal kickers. Like you said, Walsh hasn't kicked a goal yet, um, but she will. She's a proven goal kicker, and she's works hard around the high forward. But yeah, Mo Hope, gee, what a what, she's just a superstar. You're right, she to point yeah. out she's missed those shots, but then you know the, some of the goals that she kicks as well. Well, our player of the day, of course, uh, which we'll be chatting to soon, will be the one and only Astor O'Connor. Where it was virtually her that, um, that they got off the leash in the second quarter, got them back the lead, who fought hard in the third quarter, and then the final quarter was just absolutely massive, winning the contest, getting the ball down to the likes of Pierce and Hickey to get them driving forward. She's the one who uh, dragged them over the line at the end. Oh, she no doubt, no doubt at all, and her experience, her leadership and just you know she kept them in the game as well there were those marks in the the back line that she took that were just you know really made a big difference and then she goes into the ruck and pushing forward like that like I always said she's like the brick house under all kinds of pressure will not be budged yeah she is she's hard she's got she's six foot plus she's got that booming right foot where she kicks them 50 plus such a good grab but she can ruck all day you know she is just and she was kicking out at one stage as well you know she can really do everything and her game today was just phenomenal so I guess that's something Shannon McFerrin and the and the coaching staff will have to take away about shutting her down as they uh when they meet again as we said, at the halfway point of the season, um, as much as uh, it's an honourable loss today for the Sharks, it makes things just that little bit tighter because Melbourne Uni, if they've beaten the Spurs, which we believe so, they will catch up. I'll actually might see if I can get some scores on that. Um, they could catch up. And then, of course, they've got to watch for Diamond Creek as well. I mean, the Creekers are looking to gain some pride back after losing last week to the Sharks. And, you know, if the Creekers cause a boil over... Well, I shouldn't say boil over because they've already beaten the Devils once this year. If the Breakers beat the Devils, then all of a sudden they're back in the mix again, and all of a sudden never at three, four, five is all locked up again. Absolutely, it's it's an intriguing round that we're in, and um, just can't wait to see how the season unfolds. There's so many variables, you know, who will make that, who will get that fourth spot, who will finish in second place, you uh, know, who will who will next here, beat Darabin because they're clearly beatable. Here's the two minutes to go in the final quarter, and Melbourne Uni fourteen six one hundred, St Albans one behind. It, um, yeah, to say they might just get over the line, Pete. <laughs> yeah, that's going to say. When you don't kick a goal, tough day at the office, tough day. So we might take this opportunity to take a quick break. Uh, when we return on the other side of the break, we shall have uh, Asta O'Connor to uh, give our $50 Rebel Swap Player of the Day voucher too. Don't forget, of course, we're back on air tomorrow at one thirty as well for uh, Diamond Creek and Eastern Devils. You are listening to girlsplayfooty.com. If your car's not performing at its best, drop into Auto Clinic. Auto Clinic Heidelberg has been your local mechanic for over 25 years with a great reputation for superior customer care and quality car servicing. Pre-purchased inspections, routine servicing, brake and clutch replacements, auto electrical, all that and more. Covered by an accredited VACC member. Auto Clinic. Four Montgomery Street, Heidelberg Heights. Call 9459 6952. Proud sponsors of the Darabin Falcons. Here, get I'm here about the car. Hi, um, are they with you? Yeah, a few boys wanted to come over in case you join. I mean, look at the car. <laughs> oh, I need to sell my car fast. 
to sell your car fast? At sellmycar.com.au, we will buy your car. Cash for your car, fast. Live across the web, this is the girlsplayfooty.com match of the day. And uh, welcome back here to uh, the Peanut Farm, where if you've just joined us, I don't know why you're joining us this late, but what a day. You've six, missed the action. 6-11-47 to 6-10-46, a one-point victory to the Falcons over the Sharks. The Sharks led by 20 points at three-quarter time, but alas, could not get the... Uh, could not get the job done because, as as we mentioned, we've seen it so many times before. The Falcons can score and score quickly when they need to. Fantastic last quarter by the Falcons. And they, their leaders, Pierce and O'Connor particularly, and Hickey, they mm. stood up. When it mattered most, They and Sarah Hammond was enormous, her attack on the footy. They just stood up when they needed to and uh, got the first couple of quick goals. The Sharks had opportunities. They went inside 50. They couldn't really mm. kick, just kick that goal they needed, but... Um, what a game. That was a, that was just... Every but contest it's, it's, was a ripper game. That's just one thing. When we think about better players, it's one player that we constantly overlook is Sarah Hammond. Maybe because she just keeps consistently week in, week out, does the job, does the hard yard. She almost, on reflection, missed the amount of work that she's putting in. And her workload is... Enor- her work rate is enormous. She has been... You know, a star of the competition. She's 30-something. I don't know how old she is now, but she's not young. And she's very fit, super fit, and she just prides herself on her work rate and her intensity at every contest, and, and she's so hard at it. You know, she is. She she does that work for them week in, week out. You're right, we probably just take it for granted because mm. she's always there doing it. Indeed, and of course, uh, Pierce had a, a contest today, particularly in the first half when Davy and Pierce are running alongside each other. Boy, was that brilliant to watch! Look, and that's what Davy's fourth or fifth game of footy now. Yeah. She did hurt her ankle. I think she'll have to recover well. Fantastic effort by Davy. She would have to be a chance to be drafted. Obviously, being a contracted Matilda, mm. uh, I don't know where where she stands with the draft, etc. But gee, anyone watching AFL recruiters, she's a she's a ripper to be drafted. To be able to run with Pierce, the Melbourne Football Club captain, like she did, and, and pressure yeah. that was enormous. It would be interesting if they wouldn't allow her to be drafted and wave the contract around. Considering when you've got Elise Perry playing, uh, um, playing obviously uh, soccer and cricket at the same time. Yeah, look, absolutely. I'm not sure what um, Davy's sort of intentions are in relation to where she's at with the Matildas, but I do know from speaking to her, she is loving playing footy. And you know, she's played soccer for all those years. Potentially, we may see her push back to AFL, and and soon we'll have players who are paid play the game. 2017, Gill's talking about the national competition. So players like her, she's 20 years of age. What a talent. As we have a look at the uh, Darabin Falcons right in front of us, uh, warming down as we speak, uh, we might allow Lisa to go out there, see if she can grab uh, Asta O'Connor. And as we said, uh, we are on air tomorrow from uh, 1.30. And, of course, we are bringing you the game out there at Plenty War Memorial Park. And that, of course, is a going to be a ripping contest. It is between the Diamond Creek 
side and the Eastern Devils. It is fifth versus second, and essentially Diamond Creek need to win to keep in touch with the four. They're currently level with Melbourne University, but considering Melbourne Uni's big win over the St Albans Spurs, if the Creekers were to lose, they'd find themselves one win outside the four as we hit the halfway mark of this season. So that is going to be a crucially important cont contest, and you'll catch it from 1.30pm tomorrow, and then of course we're back the Sunday after with the Eastern Devils hosting Diamond Creek, and that, of course, is for the Joe Watton... Uh, pardon me, not Joe Watton Cup. Joe Watton's the present, rather. Maybe the Catherine Watton Cup, should I say. Uh, big fundraising day out there as well, and we'll have more details about that uh, during the week for the Catherine Watton Cup between the Eastern Devils and Darabin next Sunday on girlsplayfooty.com. And, in fact, uh, coming along to the uh, commentary box now to uh, join us, one of the uh, veterans of the Darabin Falcon side was enormous today and stood up in that final quarter when they uh, needed someone to drag them back into the game. Uh, Aster O'Connor. It's her birthday did, tomorrow. Oh, and, and happy birthday for tomorrow, Aster. What, 21? 21, that's right. <laughs> eight, yeah. Claim that. Did you feel like today might have been a get-out-of-jail card? Um, yes and no. It's it's great to be challenged mm. uh, in, in games of footy like that and to see the team respond the way they did in the last quarter, um, to see our, our coaching staff respond the way they did with some of the moves that, that, that they put together. It's a credit to them as well. And, and to have Richo call us in at three-quarter time and he stares you down in the eyes and you know you've got to respond, it's mm. um, it's really positive for our footy club. And the one thing that we've been talking about is the spread of goal kickers as well. Considering we got more than uh, five each from Vasia and Brennan last week, they were fairly quiet today with one goal each, but you're having Hammond and Arnell both step up with two each means you've still got that insurance policy. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, again, it's a, a credit to our um, to the way we play. It's it's a team brand of footy, and, and hopefully that holds us in good stead for finals. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, we don't care whose name's next to the six points as long as it goes onto the scoreboard. So, um, you know, the, the pressure from the midfield, I think, from St Kilda today was, was really um, you know, it was in, in tight. It was, you know, hard contest. So to get it down into our forward line cleanly was a challenge um, and you know credit to St Kilda the way they came out today just tell us about how you're travelling. You played a lot of footy. You obviously had the camp with the dogs. And you flew over to WA and played the state game. There's a lot of footy that the girls have been playing. How are you actually travelling at this stage of the year? Yeah, sure. I think um, for me personally, I'm coming off a bit of a short run-up. I had um, knee surgery in the off-season, so I couldn't start running until mid-Jan. Um, and I, I am feeling that aerobically around the ground. But there's no point peaking in July as a footballer. Um, I've sat down with Tennille Hay and um, Steve Roberts my strength and conditioning coaches and, and really planned out the season um, looking at 10 week blocks and just where I can improve on my strength and, and my aerobic ability but you know like I said there's, there's no point peaking in July um, you know September is what it's all about so you know it is a big demand for the girls but that's what we want we want to be professional athletes and if I didn't have to go to work every day it might be a bit easier um, you know to, to, to fit it all in but certainly you know it's um, it's what we want and you know so in you got to give up a little bit sometimes to get that. Exciting times as we build towards the National Cup. Just tell us about your game today. We saw you kicking out. We saw you rucking. We saw you pushing forward. You were just everywhere and just seemed to us to be doing everything today. <laughs> oh, thanks, Kata. That's very, very flattering of you to say. But, you know, it's, it's easy to... Um, 
to, to do those things when I've got my teammates beside me encouraging me along and that sort of thing, keep running, keep pushing, body up, bumper bars, all those sorts of little things. It's, you know, if you get the fundamentals right in footy, the scenario takes care of itself. And that's one thing I'm, you know, I'm really trying to work on is the basics. Um, you know, my ground balls is, is something that's a weakness for me as a tall player. So if I can work on those at training and, you know, hopefully the rest will come for me personally. And like I said, in a team like Darabin, you can't help but want to want to get better. It's it's a really positive environment. Just tell us about a couple of those young players that you got pushing through who are develop you're developing down there at the Falcons Football Factory. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I think, like I said, we all challenge one another no matter how old you are. You look at Sarah Hammond, she's 40 and she's improving. But the young talent that we've got coming through, I think, you know, it's great to be, you know, talented and kick both sides of your body and be able to do the tricks, but the work rate and the attitude is, is where That's it all begins. Key, yeah, and I think we've got put fantastic in. leaders and the culture is something at Darabin that I know we're all really proud of and that we've built over a lot of years. So, And, and that comes from the committee down um, to ensure that, you know, we're not raising revenue through alcohol sales we're looking at other other streams and, and other ways to, to bring in funds to the club so just even decisions like that makes the club somewhere that you know young girls can come and grow and become athletes and, and really professional footballers We just know your playing relationship with the up and coming Shannon Egan as well I mean she's still 19-20 years old so still years ahead of her, do you almost take on like a student teacher role within the club? Yeah to, to a degree sure um, with Shani but you know it doesn't matter how old or how young you are you can always learn something in footy so Shannon teaches me just as much as you know I I might teach her and and that's what's so great Um, you know with Shannon she she really does you know she pushes herself really hard behind the scenes Um, and but you know there's so much improvement within her game and even young Jenna Lawson she's she's a great young talent coming through as well but I think the best thing at Darabin is you can't just be a one spot player because if you are especially as the game evolves you're probably going to to miss out if you can only play in the ruck well there might not be a spot for you, so you've got to learn how to do other things as well. So that that's really positive for our group. What about that role that you're playing down back? Do you enjoy that? You really be a general when you're down there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I just love playing footy, no matter where I am on the park. It's it's you know, it's not that. Um, it's not imperative to me that I play in any particular spot. I just, I love being out there. Um, you know, I don't know what I would have done on my weekends for the last 20 years if I didn't have footy personally. So it's something that's really special to me. And I know it is to a lot of other people like yourselves who come down here and, you know, commentate the games without you guys. No one would know. So it's, it's fantastic. The holistic approach and how we're all pushing forward is great. In fact, your teammates are going inside, so we better let you go. You are the player of the day, so you get the $50 Thanks, Rebel Sport voucher. Thanks. Is, in that. Your pocket. is that for my birthday? Let's <laughs> we'll claim it as that. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank but, you. Are you coming for some recovery in the water after the... Uh, my recovery is normally at a pub somewhere nearby around here. <laughs> I've so been there. Th- I've already been in the day after playing this morning. So uh, I might join you because I'm going to need an hour. <laughs> good luck next week, of course. You've got the Catherine Watton Cup and the big first versus second battle against the Eastern Devils. Special day. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. No, good that- on you, Astor O'Connor, our player of the day. Joining us here on girlsplayfooty.com. She'll go and enjoy her teammates uh, a stellar performance today